I know the perfect way to start. Hit it. You got it, kid. Genuine wrestle boys. Now shake those hips. And let your backbone slip. Pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys dance. Just follow my boys. You don't really have a choice. And pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys dance. Now wiggle your behind. Erase your mind. Pull up your pants and do the wrestle boys dance. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. I am Isai. This is episode 100. We did it. Pop, pop fireworks sounds. Sorry, I yelled, Zach. It's okay. I'm just dead now. Uh, um. Yeah. Welcome to the 100th episode. This if this welcome is, to we keeping just, it 100. We just killed Zach on air. <laughs> <laughs> And that was in the first 15 seconds. Call, you can call me Gowan because you just killed Zach. Uh, <laughs> that makes those your Brock Lesnar. Of noise, kind of. <laughs> I'm the Brock Lesnar of making noise. Sandwiches. If this is the first time you're hearing us on our 100th episode, welcome. Yeah. I like that you did a Vince impression for Brock when Brock actually kind of sounds like a little weirdo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just looks like he shouldn't sound like that. It's very fair. I'm cashing in on Friday, Paul. Oh, yeah? Are you? Are you, Paul? Hey, wait, we're not going to fucking talk about anything. A lot, of, a lot of stuff happened in wrestling. We're not going to talk about anything. We're any not talking it. about shit. What happened? Uh, you know. I mean, TakeOver happened, and that was cool, and then... I oh, yeah, TakeOver know. was sick. TakeOver was so good. John Moxley. John Moxley was really cool. Oh, yeah, he won the Juice, U.S. title. Juice broke his whole ass. Um, and Juice cut his dreads off, so we can all be fans of him now. <laughs> also yeah. came out dressed like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> so I'm really a fan of him now. I had, I had not watched... Much, if any, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Watch Shingo and Oscar. And then I watched that match, too, and it was so fucking good. Best of the Super Juniors 26 was so just watch, real good. Just watch the matches that people say to watch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Basically just the last three or four on the card. But, uh, yeah, John Moxley, I feel like he just looks like he's happier now that he's out of WWE. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The super dirty deeds. Yeah, the glory is, the glory is dirty deeds. The, what is, what's it? The, the Death, the Death, Death Rider? Rider. Death Rider. He's fighting Shoto Amino on uh, at Dominion on Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday oh, night, I thought he Sunday was morning. fighting Dragon Lee. Nope, Shoto Amino. Oh, Will Ospreay's fighting Dragon Lee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And good chance of our good friend Hiromu may, might be coming back. I hope. With, With Daryl and Daryl's new friend. Yes. I, um, this whole thing might have just been him building to that. But and then we'll just cover Takeover real quick. It was fucking great. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah, it, consistently the best thing that WWE. Puts I was out. so pumped on Saturday after watching it, and like I didn't want to. T- I didn't know who watched it, and like our text just so I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was just like, somebody say something. Somebody <laughs> say something. Yeah, God. the the ladder match was sick for the tag titles. Oh yeah, boy, was, Kyle. it was reckless. Eh. It was like it was irresponsible. So, it was, that's a great word. Yeah. It was irresponsible. Kyle O'Reilly almost died like thrice. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. He was the ambulance song by Thrice. I can't think of artist right of now. the ambulance. Yeah, he would have been the artist in the ambulance right after that. Uh, Ayo Shirai 
put on put on a hurting to she Shayna. Gave, got Shayna her best match she's ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then did, did a, a moonsault with a chair with on a her chair bro, like underneath whole, her. Oh, that was so also, fucking cool. Candice LeRae is. I say this every time they show her, but fucking gunned. jacked. Yeah, what? jacked. And like you know, all the complaining we've done, and like I think rightfully so to an extent of just Candice net not being on TV and not having anything for her. They made her look so legit just in one like running out there and beating up the other two horse girls like with the stick. Here's what I'm saying: Yeah, you come out of nowhere just fucking hauling asshole in a kendo stick. You look pretty badass. Mm -hmm. Just ask Mm -hmm. Sandman and and the just uh, ask Sandman. Also, like the I loved how the kendo stick looked like it was like ten feet tall because of how small Candace is. Yeah, beat the shit out of the other two with it. And even like when Jessamine was holding her back, she was just swinging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she like. Hand, like handedly took on two people and then initially when Shayna won the match and eo tapped out i was like no i i loved the way how long it took her though yeah that was like, it, you know, the whole thing was cool but it was like it was a good sort of letdown of like fuck that was still a good story and then when eo fucking grabbed the kendo stick mm-hmm. and just started fucking wielding that yeah. mother it wasn't oh. like it wasn't a necessarily a heel turn but it was a oh shit there's another side it was like hey i can like, turn this up yeah now like, I'm gonna moonsault you with a chair. It took everything yeah. Shayna had to beat Eo at that level, and now she's gone Super Saiyan. So yeah, yeah. and yeah. Shayna looked fucked up after that match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she went straight Jose Canseco on her. <laughs> um, Riddle mm-hmm. and Strong was fucking great. Mm-hmm. So hard hitting. I have a concussion from that match. When, yeah. that, when that kicked off the whole show, I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be one of the shows of the year." God, Rod, <laughs> like Roddy. Like, we've talked about, like, when he does a million moves in a row. He did, like, two million moves in a row in that match. So fast. They move so fast, too, with each other. And it was just really cool to see them both kind of, like, Matt Riddle hasn't had the chance except for his last match with Dream to really show a lot of what he can do. Put him in there with Rod Dog, and they're both very hurty guys. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I'll actually hit you. And they hit each other for Mm -hmm. real. And then he won with a bro Derek. Nice. That's what like I thought me? they said on commentary, but I was yep. like, "What?" I did it. That's me. And it was like oh. a like a fucking like gotch tombstone into a power slam. It was sick. Mm-hmm. Everything they did in that was great. Velveteen and um, Tyler Breeze was good. The finish yep. fell flat for me. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't really remember the finish, so I guess that speaks to what you're saying. It was pretty standard, like Dream Valley Driver into oh into the elbow drop. But before like what caused the the distraction because he was. Uh, Dream was knocked out of the ring, almost a 10 count, and then he tried to hit him with the belt. Um, Dream did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, just kind of a little schmoz, and just kind of made Tyler look like a little bit of a geek. Well, and then Tyler being like, all right, you beat me and it was dirty. Let's take a selfie together. It was kind of like, all right. Yeah, but hopefully it keeps going with Mm. Tyler. Like, overall, the match, though, like, just – such a good reminder of fuck how fucking good Tyler Breeze is. He went in there, carried himself like a fucking star, mm-hmm. was working his ass off like a star. He looked great. Yeah. And from what and it sounds like, he's the one who asked to go back to NXT, yeah. which is pretty fucking cool, I think. And yeah. Triple H was like, you want to come back to NXT? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> okay. Um, well, like, all right. Come right in. We're over here. It was pretty sick. Like, well, Here's I'm, your yellow yeah. shirt. I'm going <laughs> to... We'll get into a little bit more later, but I I listened to our second episode today because oh no don't our, do it our first episode we're mostly talking about money in the bank because that's what had just happened. But our second episode we get into introductions and stuff. Which who won? Wait, that did money you in the listen bank? to our lost episode? No. Oh, okay, that's, okay. That's, that one's literally that's inaudible. Truly <laughs> lost. I don't think the files exist for it. It's anymore. actually uh, season two, episode three of Lost. <laughs> 
Um, but it's probably a good one. We talk about on that second episode the all of us seeing the TV debut of Velveteen Dream against Ho Ho Loon. Wild. And we were all like, "Oh, this guy's gonna might might be something someday." That guy humps people when he pins them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who won that Money in the Bank was uh, Carmella. Oh, oh God, was that one? And um, Baron Corbin. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good Dumpster year. Fire. Good year. <laughs> How mad was I? <laughs> Not as mad as you might think. <laughs> nice. But we'd also seen the redo of the ladder okay. match by then, so that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred episodes, yeah, yeah. Mm. and then Gargo. Oh, Gargo and Cole put on a fucking you know clinic. I Imagine like five and a quarter stars from everybody's favorite problematic uncle. Oh, did it get over five again? Five and a quarter. And Johnny five star over here, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, how many fucking? He five has star two fives, two fives, a five and a half, and a five. Yeah, and a quarter, and a five and a quarter. Yeah, and that maybe another five. Because there was the one with Andrade, right? That was five. Uh, that was Andrade, and then the next one, Champa was five. I don't know if any of the other Champa ones got five. He has two with Cole. And then, yeah, and then a Cole. five and a half and a five and a quarter with Cole. Yeah. So. I guess all you have to do is have a PWG match. That is one of those things. Like if you, you go back to uh, to those early episodes, uh, I will credit where it's due. Isai called it for Gargano. Because <laughs> 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 we were like doing our first uh, pick of the Wrestle Boys Classic, which you can look forward to coming up soon for our yeah. next one. But oh. Isai was like, this one's a little out of left field. Johnny Gargano, and we were all like, pass. Oh, fuck you, piece of crap. People hate you. <laughs> to be fair, hate me. a lot He's a of small boy. Like, when we post, like we posted like our the bracket from the, the first one, people were like, Johnny Gargano beat Kevin Owens? Bullshit. So, <laughs> yeah, like, true. It was, it, the world was behind you. was ahead of the curve on that one. Yeah, what's up? But we were new. I was new to the game. Yeah, I was very. Or I was. New to I was. I was recently returning to the game. I should say. D- uh, it's time that, to play the game. That second episode. Now you play the, it. I came to play. The first episode I tried to listen to and it wasn't worth listening to. It was the first time Derek had ever watched uh, Raw and SmackDown in one week. So. <laughs> wow. No, but it's. And now Derek's back to not watching Raw and SmackDown. Know, what, what a what a curve. You Full could, circle. You could see like when Johnny was in PWG and doing stuff like that. Uh, just his talent was really good. He's kind of missing a little something, and he found it when he was with DIY. Mm. Well, and it, I mean, it took him a year to be able to talk by himself. Yeah. Like once he started being able to cut promos, like him and Tommaso it. both he needed clicked. each other. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and there were two guys who were both good on the indies. They weren't. They were. They weren't great. They weren't that next level. They came together. They became that next level. So it's really cool to see. I fucking told you, so. <laughs> Joker and Batman. <laughs> Need each other and all those quotes. Kevin Steen and El Generico. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's talk more about our journeys. The journey as a wrestling fan. Um, I, I'd like to read a quote from that Ooh, second the Bible. Oh, no, from the <laughs> Derek. I'd like to read a quote from the Bible. Um, Did I say Baron Corbin was the best? That would have been um, really. You funny. wish you said that, Derek. <laughs> oh, I'm excited oh, no. to hear this. So talking about. People who are good on the mic. In my eyes, it's CM Punk, Paul Heyman, and Enzo Amore. Oh, uh, you know, time he capsule. Was, time capsule. He was. He was excellent on the mic. Kind of. No, it was not. It was It was good. Heel heat. It was before I knew He's, his gimmick was uh, him in real life. Yeah. He, it's very 
enthralling because it's lo- really a lot of charisma. Mm. You can't deny how much charisma that fucker had. And yeah. as a new fan, that's what brings you in. You oh, that? well, and if Enzo, if Enzo Amore. <laughs> if Enzo Amores. Enzo Amore. That's, that's, that's what the true friends. Enzi. 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 I like to think he has no true friends. <laughs> Uh, but but if, what about me? If, if yes. it came if it came out that he was just the best guy, I feel like we would still be talking about how good of <laughs> a promo he was. But what about me, Big Cass XL? Yeah, we. I don't like the, I don't like the sh- I don't like short people. We were talking it's, about uh, them having just broken up because that's where wrestling was at the time. We were talking about how stupid it was. Yeah, <laughs> I need to listen to some of those episodes later. <laughs> I, you know what I noticed most uh, from listening back to like the older episodes is I'm much more comfortable talking into a microphone now. <laughs> there would uh, be like episodes like listening like even back then like did Matt say anything? I don't no I didn't and I would do the I would do a lot of dry pauses like you know my favorite um wrestler is probably <laughs> like stuff like that where it's just like uh, I, I like wrestling thoughts I know just now you have more podcasts than me. Dude, I got fucking I got podcast out the Yang. You got two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For too much. Here on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. <laughs> so um, we'll just kind of like let's talk about our journeys, like as wrestling fans through a hundred episodes because it's been like essentially yeah, it's been. <laughs> one week. Uh, it's been like two years. Yeah, t- on the 29th um, this month. Damn, that we've like started this. So um, Matt, I mean, you were just talking about yourself as a podcast, but but as a wrestling fan, you said you were just coming back into it i think in the last two years of watching wrestling the the thing that's really made me fall back like in love with it more than i ever was when i was a kid was i think now i can understand more like what it what good storytelling in a match looks like because i would hear people talk about like oh they could tell great stories together Mm -hmm. you know in a match i'm like okay i don't know what that means but then you watch something like i mean just as recently like gargano and cole and you're like these people like the story they were telling in that match of how Gargano and Cole know each other so well that they can counter each other. And, like, it, for, like, the first, what, I felt like five minutes of the match, it looked like they weren't even going to get a move off on each other because they knew how to counter it. And then seeing that progress to the finish of the match, it's like, oh, that's how you tell a story. And that's what I really love about the performance of professional wrestling. And I've definitely, like, gotten just super into that and then like finding things like new japan i'd never heard of it before we started this podcast a lot of the independent stuff i don't know i feel like a lot more uh i don't know inside baseball if it were well you know i i'm glad you appreciate storytelling <laughs> oh man that's you know what i, I really appreciate is a uh, ring psychology well you know uh i'm one of the best uh, in storytelling and ring psychology but i appreciate you saying that because you I mean they're pretty much giving me a compliment Oh, one of, my, Bret Hart and... one of my favorite parts of this journey, too, was all the, the time that Bret Hart moved into my house. <laughs> um, I actually he took over my house. Well, uh, you know, I'm actually moving back in. Oh, shit. I didn't realize you'd moved out because I, w- I wasn't allowed to open the door. I moved out for about a week. Oh, shit. Okay. Me and Teddy got in a fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Teddy changed the locks. I mean, that's something that's happened in 100 episodes. Uh, some of y'all have met Teddy Hart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I shook his very soft hands, according to Matt's mom. Uh, Well, and according to fact they were yeah, pretty they soft. were very soft but like what kind nice. of lotion he uses i don't know i didn't ask cat jurgens <laughs> just cat, cat lotion cat lotion jurgens like uh biggie yeah <laughs> uh what about you guys what how about your wrestle journeys oster wrestle journey me i'm trying to find the hundred emoji um <laughs> so i the whole point of this was to me to like stay a fair weather fan a filthy casual if you will 
filthy casual. Well, is that because that was the initial concept of the podcast, right? Was our different perspectives. Yeah. And then I dove in head first. What was the first thing that really grabbed you when you started getting into it? I'm just going to assume Kevin Owens. Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Enzo. I was into Enzo when I was watching pay-per-views with you. It's true. Like, mm-hmm. the way he talked, it just... No, Kevin Owens, though, for sure. Yeah. Also, like, the Nikki unless... Cross-Oscar match oh, on NXT. that was the first NXT match I ever watched. in live, too, was yeah. Nikki Cross and Asuka. That was, like, that was huge for me. That made me change my mind on women's wrestling. Yeah. Like, I saw all of this, like, the evolving... But the woman's revolution. It felt very slow. And, like, when I watched with Isai and Brady, it was, like, when we would get snacks, like, a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, I mean, ago. like, wrestling in, like, the early, mid-2000s, I mean, obviously, and before, like, women's wrestling was definitely, like, the bathroom break match. And that is something I like. I've really loved, too, the last two years is really getting a, a better appreciation for not just uh, women's wrestling in WWE, but, like, globally seeing, like, where re- women's wrestling is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, like... Yeah, I dove in head first. I enjoyed – I watched six hours a week. And then I went to Double or Nothing, nothing and I don't give a fuck about <laughs> WWE anymore. <laughs> this is new, two weeks. This could definitely change. But, like, I'm at a point where it's like I went – in two years, I went to almost being full Brady. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. <laughs> you went diving in. <laughs> yeah, like – it was just so much – it's just so much more impressive. It feels so much different. But, like, I mean, I'm still going to support who I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin, Sammy, Nikki, uh, you know, all, yeah, the ones, yeah. all the ones I love. Becky, Bailey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I it's also, been a weird journey for me because mine just changed. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. – I've also been having a hard time kind of putting up with some WWE stuff since we've seen, like, what – you know, a nice little glimpse of what AEW is going to look like and just the state of, like uh, – Joey Ryan talking about, like, how, like, he chose independent wrestling and, like, how independent wrestling is going to be, like, where he stays. It's just like, man, there's so much cooler stuff out there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, something, like, that's just buck wild, too. If you think about, like, just wrestling's journey in the last two years, like, yeah. I've been doing this, like – there's a rival promotion to WWE starting right now. Yeah. Like a year ago, I was like, I don't think they'd be able to pull off a whole promotion necessarily. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I was still like not convinced that they'd be able to do. Even that. after all in, I think we were all kind of like, uh, we'll, oh, see. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's happening and yeah. they're like, it seems like it's going to be a serious like force within wrestling, you know, like when I started not like global force, I mean, if they're lucky. <laughs> um, like, when I, I started watching wrestling again, like, a year before we started the podcast, and one of the first news stories that I remember, like, hearing about on wrestling podcasts and stuff was Cody getting, like, was Cody being released and him, like, putting out that, like, dream match list on Instagram and stuff, like, saying, like, these are the people I want to fight on the independents and, like, People going like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of wild, like that he's doing this. You know, it's cool to see from this guy, like wanting to, you know, like I think the only thing on that list he never did was Gargano. Yeah, damn. Um, yeah, because and I remember it being it was like Kurt Angle and actually I don't even remember who else was on it. You, uh, it was like Kurt Angle, like Trevor Lee, Roderick Strong, mm-hmm. um, Bola. It was a bunch of shit. Like yeah, that. Um, which like I just I didn't totally un- 
understand at the time. Like the only thing I even remember off of it was Kurt Angle because that's the only thing I knew off of it at that time. To think now, like Cody is like starting this prom- a promotion that's like going to be on national cable TV and stuff. Like that's wild. And yeah, yeah, so, like, for real. Think about me personally, like. I was starting to get into some indie stuff at the time, but not much. And now it's just like thinking about like some of the like indie promotions that I watch and like have absolute, absolutely love. Like there's, there's progress obviously that I've watched a ton of that I had no idea about back then. And like, it's even changed somewhat like the style of wrestling that I really enjoy. Yeah. Like it, like that, like UK style is like mm-hmm. my favorite shit in the world. Um, because it's like similar to like other like the Kurt Angle stuff, Kurt right? Angle and like technical wrestling that I really like. And, yeah. Um, like knowing how much bigger the wrestling world is now. Oh yeah. To like back then is yeah. Like well, wild. And this is something I never I thought of. Like I just thought of. I know I already went, but I I don't think I've mentioned Fantasio in like a year. <laughs> You literally mentioned him on the episode I listened to. Yeah, I know. Because, like, I loved wrestling for the silliness. And I still love the silliness. Mm. Um, But I appreciate it on a much deeper level than I would have if I didn't start this show. So. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Has anything changed for you? Yeah, you say you're you and you and Zach are kind of the uh, encyclopedias, but I feel like you've been watching consistently for the longest. So in two years... I mean, I, who I, are you? I feel I'm the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I. Have. I um, <laughs> I've got it. Like, what's really cool is I've got to kind of take a little bit of a different journey as far as like for you guys, you're like you getting back into it, you getting back into it, finding new stuff that you guys like, and then you just really diving in, getting into it. Yeah, more than just me being like, "Hey, we're watching this. You can come over." Yeah. <laughs> well, and we all like love different shit. Yeah. Mm. Like, I mean. Like, my favorite stuff probably is anytime Kevin Owens speaks and then just, like, I don't know, weird, like, I like Japanese stuff a lot and I like UK stuff a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't want watch it as much as Zach. But, like, the stuff I look for, like, on my own is, is different than what – like, I feel like we all wa- like individual things now instead of – the same shit. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I like that uh, each week we kind of get to bounce perspectives off each other. Like, I think that's shaped a lot of how I do watch wrestling is, mm-hmm. like, talking with you guys about it. Yeah, I mean, it was cool because, like, two years ago in um, 2017, I mean, it was – the landscape was way different. I mean – Jinder Mahal was our champion. Fuck. I had just gone to um, Chicago and watched uh, Aleister Black. Which was sick against was, Kurt Hawkins. Okay, so he was signed at that point. Yeah, and now he has a, a room in the depths of Raw every week to talk <laughs> got you into a camera. He, he took Kane's old room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kane moved out. Uh, I mean, in two years, I mean, I feel like I'm the same. Like, I like mostly the same stuff. I've dove a little bit deeper in the UK stuff just because I know Zach was into something. Like, cool. I mean, I'll watch a little bit more and progress and like UK tournament like also happened in yeah. that time period, which was like eye opening for a lot of people because like, who's this Pete Dunn fellow? It was cool. Was like, I got to see him at Bola. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I was super. I'm like, cool. Pete Dunn's great. Mark Andrews is great. Mark yeah. Haskins is great. So, like, 
Mark Andrews is the most polarizing figure on this show. Mark Andrews he's is a, a great, great wrestler. wrestler. I like right. I like he Mark is Andrews. A skilled wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he is skilled wrestler. But like, I don't, as, far as, as far as my fandom, like nothing's changed. Yeah, I, I I love the same stuff that I did. I've kind of started to open a little bit more, and I've kind of dialed back in the last few months of WWE that I watched because it's so fucking much. Quite a bit, and it's it's more so not necessarily because of like things like my tastes have changed. More like the product they're putting out is just kind of progressively going into shits. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I've gotten a little bit more negative because I found myself forcing myself to watch. Like I'm watching every fucking thing uh-huh. that's on that show every time, and so that really got to me um, a little bit better now. But then now I'm kind of on the the recoil of that since I haven't been watching as much. Other people being as super negative, I'm like, hey, just just chill out, like don't yeah. watch it. Especially now with AEW coming out, like you don't have to watch everything. Um, I like watching everything just because then I feel like the moment I miss Raw is like the moment like something's happening, either really good or really bad, and I kind of want to watch like the world burn or like yeah. something like get like rocket strapped. Yeah, well, that's what I used to watch and then it's just like, you know what? I don't need that FOMO anymore. I don't yeah. give a shit. Well, so if your uh tastes haven't really changed in 2 years, could you boil down what about professional wrestling? Like what is it about professional wrestling that made you fall in love with it? Initially, it's just the there were superheroes to me. Yeah. Like I'm a little kid, you got Ultimate Warrior who looks like the way he did. You got Hulk Hogan looks the way he did, Undertaker like these guys initially just got me. I'm like, "Oh fuck, they're they're superheroes. They're make believe, and then you got had guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. You're like these are cool characters. These are they're doing really cool stuff. And like I already knew like my dad was like a collegiate wrestler and a pro boxer, so he made sure and tell me that shit's fake. Yeah, real early, <laughs> I knew it was. But I'm like these guys are so cool. Like what they're doing is, if it's fake, it's even cooler because it's like how do you fake that? Yeah, like, yeah. What what are they doing? And so just that like. The storytelling in the ring, like I, I just love Bret Hart and matches because it looked like, like he was really gonna be like this is it, like they're gonna get him this time, and mm-hmm. he'd always find a way. I'm like, God damn, he's just so good. Nobody can beat him because he's always one step ahead. And Shawn Michaels, like everything he was doing, he's just, he's just too fast. He's too quick. He's just too. He's too a, sexy. He's too sexy. He's too resilient, as I kept saying. Like you couldn't put him down. Yeah. That's also how like, I describe Sonic the Hedgehog. And like, <laughs> like I'm, I watched the one, two, three kid debut. Like I watched like him be. I remember like the Lightning Kid and the Cannonball Kid. Remember when he came out again? They just started calling him the Kid. I'm like, oh, this poor little fucker. Like <laughs> Razor's gonna kill him. Like Razor's, Razor's gonna murder him. Like I'm six years old at the time. Like yeah. Razor's gonna fuck him up. And then like is I remember Sean, the one two three kid Sean Waltman. Oh okay Xbox. okay oh oh okay yeah um, I remember like watching that and being like oh my god like my dad really liked him because he was short yeah like, like my dad the oh, <laughs> the opposite of big cast <laughs> yeah and he's like he's like I like the one two three kid guy he's cool and he liked also like Razor but I don't know it was, just, it was just always the best like it always like that that that's why I never got into comic books. I never got into superheroes. Yeah, because I I always had professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and then like I felt like when like I was starting to become like thirteen years old, fourteen, twelve, just a little fucking weird pervert, like I was. <laughs> yeah, like that's when wrestling like was like most at. 12, 13, 14 year olds. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like boob. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> One. Yeah, 
No, just being like, I want violence, and there's there's freaking girls there. Uh-huh. They're swearing. The Rock said fuck once on, on, yeah. the, on the mic. <laughs> I think that was a big thing for me, too, Like especially getting into like adolescence where I was like, everything about this feels like something I my parents don't want me watching, yeah. so uh, I'm going to keep it was watching. Bad. I was literally, like, literally watched it in secret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember like getting like – like my mom would always be like when Sable would come on, like you better not be watching that. I'm like I'm not. <laughs> be like covering my eyes. Dance. Yeah, and then I'm like I don't like that. Why does she sound 45? <laughs> you boys like what you see? No. <laughs> I don't stop it, please. You're making everybody uncomfortable, especially the Undertaker. <laughs> Do you remember that when he when she and that was the weirdest thing. Yes. And then like I don't know, like as I got older and then into your segment of pro wrestling like i love the the hard-hitting stuff like the like eddie guerrero (laughs) edge kurt angle ray mysterio i love the smackdown six like that was the best stuff it was they were just like going out there you can tell they're just busting their asses for every little bit that they were getting and i just love that like kind of that aspect of it like the physicality of Mm -hmm. it and Paul Heyman knows how to get guys to tell stories in the ring, so mm-hmm. that just kept that just kept it going through me. And then the hardest time for me to be a fan was like oh six, oh seven, oh eight, because that's John Cena, JBL. JBL's kind of where I fell Batista out. Batista era, like literally when I fell the, out. The like, DX reunion. JBL was wrestling then, or was he just the manager? No, he yeah, was wrestling. He was oh, wrestling. definitely, like, he was like champ for a long time. He was the longest reigning SmackDown champion until that's AJ Styles. That was the that was the hardest yeah. time for me to he, keep being a fan. Took, him, and he took the title from Eddie Guerrero. Too. Are him and Cena the same age? No, he's uh, older. No, he's older. Oh. So he was around in the Attitude Era on the APA. It's Bradshaw. Just, just Bradshaw. Oh, okay, okay. So and even before that, he was in Justin, the new generation. Yeah, Justin era. Hawk Bradshaw yeah. with uh, Zeb Coulter as his manager. Yeah, fuck him. Uncle Zebekiah. <laughs> but I mean, that was the hardest time for me to keep being a fan. Um, then I found Brady. <laughs> he and him became like good friends and found out he also liked wrestling. So we fucking dove in again. And I, that was like – I was like in like my college years and like – senior year of high school kind of was like I would tape raw mm-hmm. on VHS yeah watch it and be like okay cool but like I wouldn't care about Smackdown didn't really matter at that point yeah. but then like it just got tougher and tougher until I found Brady then I'm like oh cool somebody else to watch it with then we'd get together watch Mania watch pay-per-views watch talk about raw and then from there I just kept watching it when wouldn't how old were you when you watched your first like indie match or, or like New Japan or something like that. Ring of Honor, Brady and I started watching when I don't remember the years he was living at his grandma's. But what's here? I'll, I'm going to look it up. I, I, know, I know because of the, we watched WrestleMania there. Because that's when I first started to kind of like really get into it. Because like for some reason, um, it was 2010, it looks like. Okay. For some reason, um, when WWE first signed like Brian Kendrick and like Paul London, like the first times, I like really liked those guys, and like I just like went on the internet and like found like Ring of Honor matches with them. So I then like I offhandedly knew Colt Cabana and CM Punk. I also wanted to know like what happened to Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. So like I saw he did Ring of Honor, and I'm like, oh, Rey Mysterio's there too. Like why isn't he in WWF? And then he shows up like in WWE. So like I offhandedly knew a little bit about that. And then at my grandma's house, they used to get uh, NWA Cyberspace, which was 
Like uh, the one from Georgia's, so like AJ Styles, Austin Creed, oh, yeah. um, Jesus. Creed were on that. Yeah. So like shit like that, like I'd watch randomly. But around 2009, 2010 is when we would watch Ring of Honor on HDNet at Brady's grandma's. Cool. Yeah. And then dove into like Ring of Honor hard in like 20, like after uh, CM Punk, like around 2011 when like, he did his thing. After that, like mm-hmm. just dove super hard into indies. Is Ring of Honor how you found New Japan? Uh yeah. Um, just because like I always knew who New Japan was just for being a wrestling fan and then like knowing like where um other people would go and finding like I always like Hulk Hogan went over there yeah because like... I I remember finding that clip like when I was a kid like what the fuck is this yeah like on the internet just I would always just try to find weird wrestling mm-hmm. like on like wrestling I'd type it into Google and go to <laughs> random sites yeah and so like I knew like I Google weird wrestling. <laughs> Guys like Albert had gone there as Giant Bernard, and he went to, like, All Japan, went to New Japan. I'd find out where these other guys were going because I'd be like, whatever happened to this guy? Hmm. What happened to this? I'd be like, where is Prince Albert? And then I'd be like, no! (laughs) (laughs) And they'd be like, where is the wrestler Albert? (laughs) And so from there, like, I got into um, New Japan. It was the finals of the best of the Super Juniors, where it was Kota Ibushi, uh, Prince Devitt, and uh, Loki, I like Loki a lot, um, just from watching old stuff. Because also, uh, Impact and uh, NWA TNA at the time when they first oh, started, yeah, that's where I got into Loki. So like watching TNA yeah, help yeah. get into other people too. They also had a relationship with New Japan, so kind of watching a little bit from them, watching like, becoming a fan of Loki. I watched that best of the Super Juniors. I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is sick. So just kind of going from there, just kind of. Hmm. Trying to get anything I could at certain points in time in wrestling. Yeah, my, my my introduction to New Japan was Omega Okada one. <laughs> like I remember, like because that was like less than a year into me even like starting to watch wrestling again. And I remember yeah. like waking up on like it was like a Saturday and like my po- like podcast feed like refreshed and there was all these like emergency wrestling podcast episodes of people being like, holy shit, like yeah. the best thing ever just happened. Or it was on a Friday because I worked like four day weeks back then. And that was like when a lot of wrestling podcasts would come out is like on Fridays anyways. So like people were like recording episodes that day and like putting them out to talk about it. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and then I like, I literally like walked to a coffee shop and found like <laughs> a like stream of it and watched it and was like, just sitting there going like, holy shit. What think, is this? And it was right after we started doing this podcast that you guys were talking about Omega Okada two that had just happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so that's where I was like, well, I'm going to go back and watch that. And it was from there. It was like, oh, Kenny Omega is the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually was talking to my friend Maria about, uh, Omega Okada today. I said I send her pictures of Okada all the time. I realized today that I think he's the wrestler I'm the most attracted to. That yeah. Makes sense. Um, I think th- those three matches are a better trilogy than like the Indiana Jones series. Yeah, better which I the, count as a trilogy. Better than the Star Wars. Okay. Um, so the Wrestle Kingdom, I guess that uh, the the Prince Devitt Loki Kota Bushi match was Wrestle Kingdom seven. Okay. Oh wow. Also, I really liked. I found I would always find random stuff of Kota Bushi because he just did some weird shit. So I always remember Kota Ibushi. That's the guy that wrestled that blow-up doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's also like I found random Kenny Omega stuff too. Mm. Um, Matt's wearing a golden leather shirt right now. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I was, I was just talking to her about how she's like, why do you think, why do you? Because I said Okada is one of arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time, and she's like, why? 
And I was like, watch this. <laughs> and then her her response was, Kenny Omega's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was, I think that was like I my, just I just I sent a random like highlight reel. I think that was like it was kind of my reaction. I think is actually kind of the world's reaction to like Omega Kato one. Like thinking back on it, it was oh man, Kenny Omega's so good, and not enough people were realizing like Okada is like just as much a reason why the match is so good. So like, the, the, what's what's a kind of a cool way to to think about it? So episode one is essentially thinking Omega's the fucking reason this is the best. Yeah. Episode 100 is Okada's the yeah. reason this is the best. Well, and I mean, it takes two. Like, two to tango. They tell an incredible story over four matches. Mm-hmm. Like, I've I've actually been thinking a lot recently about just sitting down one day and watching them all I've thought about again. that before. Just because, like, it, they're so good. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. Um, yeah, it's a little. It's what three hours and three. It's three and a half hours worth of matches without entrances. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Uh, but let's get into some questions. Yeah, we did some. We did a Q. Uh, uh, asked, put a call out for a Q and A for this. And we one hundredth episode. We got a lot more than any of us were expecting. I thought yeah. zero. <laughs> I thought I thought I was gonna have to make up names and questions. <laughs> I knew Blurg was gonna ask one. Blurg knows the real name of this podcast. Yeah. What yeah. is it, Brett? Well, you know what's uh, Bret Hart and the Wrestling Boys. <laughs> um, so I got some quick ones. Uh, we're going to start it off weird uh, from my friend Maria, who I just spoke of. Um, Hi, Maria. She, Hi. She actually asked some, like, one actual wrestling question about current stuff. Yeah, there's some good questions she in She doesn't there. watch wrestling at all. It's just what I should make her watch, <laughs> which is Firefly Funhouse. But the first one, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. The dude's on your podcast. Everyone has to answer. Go. I would sooner kill myself than <laughs> de- than degrade any of you. Uh, I just don't have a good answer. I don't know. I would marry you, Matt. Thank you. Um, I would I accept. I would have sex with Isai oh. just so I could get the back scratches at the end. Oh yeah, Isai gives. But incredible- then Zach has to die. Yeah, and oh, that's. Time. <laughs> See? Oh. Yeah, who wants to die the most? Okay. I know what Z- I know what Zach wants: murder. <laughs> Um, mine would be Mary Oster. We could get along; it'd be easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we could finally start our sitcom. Exactly. We have a lot of time for all the projects that we <laughs> that we've discussed over the <laughs> friendship. And we'd have a lot of time for it's like, well, we live together now. We can just do this. We're married. We have to. It's the law. And then um, I would put both of you on life support and give half the wiener. So you guys, I don't kill or fuck either of you. <laughs> What's that? Half the wiener? <laughs> I exactly. I thought you like split it like a wizard's tongue. <laughs> no, no, no. I would <laughs> chop. No, it'd just be like, it'd just it'd I would be chop like both, I would chop my penis off, cut it in half. <laughs> give, no, I would give each of you. I would. I'd make it so I don't know. I I couldn't decide. I knew I'd marry Oster. That was about <laughs> as far as I knew. Like, I know your family, so like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. And so like this is the only thing, but like. Also, I mean, you can, I don't know. You can I don't want to. I don't want to kill. Like, I didn't want to kill Zach. So I'd be like, but like, he also likes a lot of the weird wrestling. I like <laughs> that. Like, that's just my thought process that's going through my head. Also, like the Christian metalcore thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, there's just Man. so there's so many different things here that you don't really think about until you have to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, sorry, I'm picking Zach. You're killing me. Yeah. That's fine. I'm killing you, and I'm <laughs> marrying Zach. And I'm fucking Oster. Nice. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm killing Oster. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Uh, 
You know what? I'll fuck Nat because no one else has yet. <laughs> hey, thanks, bud. <laughs> Mary, Mary Isa. We for, all for all the subscriptions. You get we, the pity fuck. Hold on. We oh, oh, for the subscriptions. That's good. That's yeah. fair. I get it. We all got one of each, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's fair. I'm gonna make a chart of that. <laughs> I don't um, want to kill Oster though. It's okay. But I have to. I do. No. <laughs> wait, you don't have to. You said you'd fuck me. Did I say fuck? No, I said fuck. Wait. No, you said you're killing I me. Killing, oh, I'd kill you, Sai. Never mind. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I'll yeah. stick with my answers. Yeah, I'll stick you're with dead. mine, too. You're dead, too. <laughs> We're all only dying once. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yodo. Will WWA actually follow through with Bray Wyatt's storyline, or will all this build up be for not? Probs not, LOL. <laughs> yep. Um, they're, they're going so far. Who, who I mean, to say, because they follow up on some of the weirdest things. Yeah. Has this lasted longer than any of his other stuff so far? Yes. Well, that's the thing. The longer... It goes the more chance of it being just sunk in the toilet. But I think where they're going Double with it toilet. right now Double is uh, cool. And like having like well, they, satanic puppet Vince. Vince loves shit like this. Oh, that like I bet he I wouldn't be surprised if that was his idea. <laughs> no, but like he anytime they always try to go full weird with Bray. I mean, the fucking crucifix and burning his house down. Uh-huh. Sister Abigail. Sister Abigail. They, but they, they went from this week where we're recording. They went full Tim and Eric on. <laughs> oh on, yeah, pull up your Bray pants. Wyatt, which I, <laughs> do the Muscle Man dance. No, I'm just saying like they usually follow through with Bray. The only reason they didn't with the with the Sister Abigail stuff is because fuck that. Yeah. And because he got sick, he was gonna be out for a while. Yeah. Wasn't gonna make sense just to bring it back randomly. But they usually go full everything with him. It seems like it's except for his push. Like the uh, the <laughs> the backstage stuff you hear is that Bray's a genius, and and I feel like if they give him he enough, knows that too. If I'm they give him enough, man. if they give him enough room to sort of play with, I think he can find things to get yeah, himself I can over. Play yowie, anywhere, man. Yowie Wowie is sometimes you just gotta find where you can go play. <laughs> yowie Wowie is now like a bona fide chant. That's that what I say after do. I'm done cranking him, man. <laughs> Yowie, wowie. Uh, yowie, 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 I did it with the left and the right hand, man. <laughs> I sat on my right hand first, call that the stranger, yowie, wowie. <laughs> yowie, wowie, how'd I get my foot up in there? <laughs> I'm more Just flexible than dreads. you think. <laughs> uh, my pubic hair also dreads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yowie, wowie. <laughs> my, my, wiener, my wiener also wears a fedora. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and a butcher's apron. <laughs> um... Yowie what? <laughs> what, in your opinion, makes wrestling such a popular reference in rap? Uh, I think it actually goes back to what you said. I would say is superheroes mm-hmm. and, and the, money and the excess that they used to show. Like they used to live the gimmicks. Well, I feel like Ric Flair. Ric Flair's a huge. There's a really good genius video about it. But yeah, Ric Flair is huge because he had money. He flashed it. He had confidence out the fucking ass. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had money, Bro, power, fame, a cool women, job, nice yeah. clothes. I still got all the except my agent just ripped me off, brother. Space Mountain, baby. Space Mountain, baby. Longest ride, oldest line. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drunk. You said I just made a my children my bride reference and you missed it. Headshot. <laughs> um, Headshot, brother. That's uh, what I always give on Space Mountain. But yeah, like I mean, I think I think that's the easiest thing is I mean, that era of wrestling and rap are the same. Yeah, everyone grew up watching it at that time. Yeah, All the and it's people right coming now. from nothing and mm. gaining everything. Sometimes you like to live in excess. There's, Everything there's about pro- it's larger than life. There's a rap producer who's rap like who's like gimmick name is Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. Like. 
Just straight up. It, it, yeah, he didn't slam Yokozuna on the battleship, though. I also think right now, wrestling, maybe it's just because I pay more attention to it, it seems like it's cooler now than it has been in the last, like, decade. And rap is nerdier than it's ever been. I yep. think so. I think, there's a, I think there's a marriage there. Well, I mean, rap is all a lot of white, skinny kids. Well, I mean, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of... Uh, like black rappers are they mention anime constantly yeah like, yeah. like anime comic books like i think nerd ass shit which wrestling is nerd nerd, ass nerd, shit. nerd yeah. culture infiltrated pop culture a while back and then pro wrestling is kind of getting to that point a little bit it's a little bit harder because it's it's redneck anime it's fucking hard to like really get some of this to permeate but like the stuff that they like as kids, it's it's cool to bring up because it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's, it, it's more even if people aren't active fans, there's so many like attitude era fans that are lapsed at least, and it's more than ever now in pop culture. It's fine to be. It's okay to be a wrestling fan more than it's ever. Because The Rock is like one of the most popular actors. John Cena yeah. is everywhere. And like, like, I mean, it's covered in fucking Rolling Stone and Forbes and yeah. like and shit like that. Like, it's gonna be on fucking Fox. Yeah, like. At this point in culture, just in general, we're at uh, like the biggest time of letting people like what they like, you know. Like, no, you with, you watch this damn sitcom, damn it. Yeah. Well, and it seems like in in rap that I've, at least the wrestling references I've heard, it's more old school. Like, no, yeah. no one's rapping about like Alistair Black and oh, Ricochet. No. no, except for our boy Megaran. Yeah. Well, Megaran, different friend of the show, and Wrestle and Flow, Wrestle and Flow, mm-hmm. not friend of the show, enemy. Enemy of the pod. <laughs> I mean, he ruined um, Christmas. Essence. I disagree with I you think that so was, much. I think that. that was great. I, I think, he, yeah. yeah, he wrapped out Adam Adam Cole at the most recent takeover. Him wrapped, wrapped him up. Wrapped him up. Wrapped him out. But when he was wrapped, he wrapped over the boom. He he wrapped with the boom. He wrapped with the boom. He wrapped with the boom. He put he incorporated the boom. Here comes the boom. Ready or not, here comes the boys from the south. It's my favorite Kevin James movie. Oh, do you kind of me too, though? I've never seen it. It's actually good. We actually talked about watching it. Henry Winkler's in it, and he does an acoustic version of that POD song in it. Really? So how we just watch the the next question? Holy shit! I'm gonna watch that tonight. Um, who is your favorite current wrestler? What kind of sandwich would they be? Oh, fucking uh, Finn Balor, foot long, baby. Gonna say Finn Balor, but definitely one without any bread since he's never had a carb. Yeah, <laughs> he's a lettuce rep. Um, favorite wrestler in general? Fuck. Like right now, my current favorite wrestler is probably Orange Cassidy, <laughs> yeah. and he would be a very uh, a peanut butter and orange marmalade. Well, sandwich. what's a good sandwich? I would say very what's chill. a good sandwich to eat when you're hungover? Though? I was gonna say he's like a breakfast burger. <laughs> yeah, because he's just hungover. Something greasy. I was going with his name. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're kind of orange when you buy them from the gas station. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like a breakfast burger with like the egg on it and shit, you know? Mm. Just hungover. Just somebody just there like, Ugh. Yeah. Like you can almost not get it down, but you're like, fuck, I have to eat this or I'm going to, it's just going to. And then like the grease. <laughs> just drinking the egg. Uh, what about you, Matt? Oh, my God, dude. Uh, Fucking. Favorite? I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting caught up on my favorite wrestler right now. So I'm just going to go off the top of my – just right off the fucking dome. No, I'm, now I'm thinking about it too hard. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Joey Ryan. We'll say Joey Ryan because he's just always a fan favorite. Long mm-hmm. burger. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That makes sense. I would have said a hot dog, but hey. <laughs> Love it. Zach. Like, I'm also, like, tripping up on who my favorite wrestler is right now. But, like, you know, Finn Balor is, like, the constant one for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing, I'm wearing his shirt right now. So yeah, I'll go with him and I don't. Uh, again, some, something without 
like oh. without bread. A lettuce wrap. Yeah, basically just like a lettuce wrap with, filled with like turkey, hog, hog. Yeah. It's a lettuce. It's a bacon lettuce wrap. <laughs> Ooh, okay. What about you, Isai? Uh, Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and weeb shit. A <laughs> what I would think for Kenny Omega, and this is just because how he looks after the matches is a. Uh, one of the beef sandwiches that's dipped in like the juice because he looks he's the oh, sweatiest fucker mm-hmm. French, like a French dip or whatever the fuck yeah, those are called yeah but not not like a in French the, dip where you, the au jus. Like, where you get the au jus like on the side no I'm talking one of the ones Just, that's steeped in oh, it oh yeah he looks almost like that because like the it's cold a, the French dip that you dropped in the au jus <laughs> yeah because <laughs> the cold cuts get all wrinkly and he looks like all wrinkly and just sweaty I'm like that's Kenny Omega yeah also his skin is the color of like baked bread <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think he takes two packs of Top Ramen, puts a piece of bologna in the middle, and eats it. Probably. Oh, and man. gets it out of a, like a, one a vending of those like, vending machines oh, yeah. in Tokyo. Who would, who would Becky Lynch be as a uh, sandwich? Something spicy. Uh, probably like a spicy. Good corned beef. Corned beef? Angry oh, Whopper. Irish. Angry Whopper. <laughs> Ooh, that's better. Alistair Black's the I went national with it. Alistair Black is that one like Halloween Whopper with the oh black bun. The oh, night, the one that makes your shit whopper? fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone else you want to say? Is uh, it like what kind of sandwich they would be? Yeah. Uh, uh, Candice LeRae. What would Candice LeRae be as a sandwich? Just a cupcake. Just a, a cupcake. cupcake. Like, but you. She's one tough you, cupcake. You oh, take, you know what? You take the top off, flip yes. it over. Someone taught me that recently at a work it's birthday a party. Are you fu- you make a sandwich out of a cupcake? Yeah. Oh. It's good. You trick. take the bottom off. You put it on the top or top. Put it on the bottom. As you so choose. The Eat. best friends are a. Duplex sandwich cookie, <laughs> or like a yeah, or like a Big Mac because it's like two of them sandwiched oh, together. Yeah, like yeah. When, so when I worked at Arctic Circle in high school, I would take that the three tier bun, then take two of the fried chicken patties. Oh hell yeah! Put those on the levels. Hell and yeah! Then just slather it in barbecue, and I called it the state's rights burger because it's so southern. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Burger, um, I would be pulled pork, man. <laughs> Pull my own pork, man. Should we go? Yep. Next question. Or jerk chicken, man. <laughs> This is from uh, my my dog Jim Greaves. Um, what is the best kind of practical joke? And uh, which we call ribs in the business, brother. It's, brother. A, it's a rib. Brother. And this is not a necessarily a wrestling related question. No. What you do is you flip the box spring in the mattress, and you dress the box spring. So when somebody comes home, let's say from medical school, pharmacy school, <sighs> and they're real tired at eleven o'clock <laughs> oh, at night, and they jump into bed and like kind of like just like lay back, yeah. it hurts. About, Hi, Tyler. What about building towers in front of people's houses or rooms? That's also fun, but I did, we did that to Tyler. Or duct taping bread to a door. <laughs> did that to Tyler. I got, uh, I got, I got. Tyler's the brunt of a lot of stuff. I got two that are fun, and one is you uh, are at a party at the house you live in, or someone else's house. Just depends. It's a little ballsier at someone else's house, but then once everyone goes to bed, you just flip everything in the house upside down. Hell yeah! The other one, this one is my that favorite. Doesn't hurt anybody. I love it. So that's my favorite kind of practical joke. It doesn't hurt anybody. This one's my favorite though. You go to Savers or any whatever your local thrift store is, and you find the picture frames that have the pictures of people's families already in them. You just buy those in mass because then what you do is when you're at other people's houses, like you just set them up and leave them there <laughs> in like places that they wouldn't think. Hell and yeah! And then every once in a while, it's like. Wait, who the fuck is this old couple? <laughs> um, mine's very wholesome. Yeah, you call a pizza place and nice. have it delivered to one of your friends' houses. They get secret pizza. But do you pay for it? Oh yeah. Oh, that is nice. So they get mm. secret pizza. How weird would it be? You're just sitting at home cranking it. Maybe you hear a knock <laughs> yeah. at your door, and this guy's like, 
got this pizza for you. It's like, wait, were you cranking it? Can I come in? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I got me. a pizza. I, it's I extra so, sausage, man. It's just something I really want to happen to me. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. I wish somebody would prank me. <laughs> well, I, Derek, I, just put your address out over the podcast, and maybe someone will. I always open the door no matter what when I'm See, at home. I never do. Because what if it's a secret Usually pizza? Usually I'm afraid there might be a nefarious smell coming what, from my living room. What if it's a secret pizza? If it's a secret pizza, I might start answering the door. I never answer the door. Is it secret pizza? <laughs> <laughs> secret pizza, open up. Um, let me tell you about uh, an accidental uh, practical joke. Oh, I see hot on hog. No, that was never an accident. <laughs> did that. Thirteen um, years old. What? Uh, uh, no. So one time in college, me and my roommates, I lived in the dorms at BSU, um, got this giant free uh, cake from from a like honors like organization oh, event nice. i love like, taking leftovers from events um, but like here's big the, sandwiches it was like the size of our like lit like dining room table it oh, was gigantic oh, that's a fucking cake. the reason why is that it tasted like fucking shit like it was the worst cake ever and that's why no one ate any of it <laughs> so we ate all like the cookies and stuff that were also there but then two weeks later the cake was still there Ew. and we lived across the street from a parking garage so we're like Fuck it, let's go throw it off that thing. Hell yeah. So we took it over there, threw it off. It landed on University Drive face down from four stories up. The next morning I wake up to a bunch of honking on the street and look out and there's just a flock of geese that won't get out of the road. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's great. Trying to eat the cake and traffic is backed up the entire length of university down to one lane trying oh, to get around these geese. Oh, man. You probably made people late for work, and I hope those geese I are okay. probably man. did. So that's my my favorite. So just yeah. accidentally <laughs> Accident prank all accidental, of Boise State. I think an, acci an accidental prank is probably the best prank. No. Yeah. But I do think – Kind of prank, secret pizza. Yeah. Putting pictures of other people in other people's houses That's is good. pretty fun. Uh, one of my friends used to, when he'd go to parties, he didn't drink, so he'd go to parties with his girlfriend – he would take a bag of Cheetos and just put Cheetos in random spots all over their house. That's pretty good too. Like he'd that's set nice it up because so that's not every gonna... time they open their freezer, a Cheeto would fall out. Nice. Okay, just I one. like that because Cheetos they'll get stale, but they don't stink. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that should be their tagline. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get stale, but they don't stink. <laughs> um, this is from at Screaming Wheat on Twitter. Would you rather fight Brock Lesnar? Or Brock Lesnar's weight and Alistair Black and oh, Zelina Vegas cats. Oh shit! I meant to do the math on this and I forgot. Uh, Brock, oh, one Brock Lesnar because cats are fucking like, you can get infections. This is how Brock, I want. That's how I want to die. Well, Brock Lesnar weighs like what? Three hundred pounds? Two seventy. Two seventy, and that weight put into all those cats, which is now like thirty. That's how I want to die. I want all those cats to swarm me. Because you can you can prepare for one Brock Lesnar, because like you know where it's going to be coming from. You get all those cats that are attacking you. You got to protect the grundle. You got to protect the butthole. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about the grundle. I just want them to smother me. They won't. They're going to get the grundle. Well, so here's the thing. Cats love grundle. And it might be my own downfall, but I think I would pick the cats too because – and I'm, I accept it might be my downfall. I'm pretty good at making friends with cats. I'm a cat with spurs as well. Uh, did you all see that they got a new one? Yes. yes, a little it's baby so of pickles isn't cute. even a year old. <laughs> but you're still fighting them. Like, they're oh, angry. I, they're I, feral. They don't I, fuck about you. I choose not to fight. I will die. I will also I'll die. I will I, die I, to hang out with these I'm cats. I'm not going to hurt cats, so I'm going to go after <sighs> a beast. Alistair Man, Black, I will die to hang out with your cats. But that's but that's fair, too, because Brock Lesnar, as much as he could whoop your ass, 
also will probably get really bored out of like with it like in a minute. And he doesn't want to go to prison, so he won't murder you. Those cats will fucking rip your throat out. So I might change my tune. I'll just go to Seth Rollins and kick him in the dick. Yeah, that's true. true. It's harder to kick that many cats in the dick. Yeah. (laughs) They don't have dicks. Yeah. Watch me. All right. Uh, This is from Flighty Butt Laughs on Twitter. Um, Makes great pins. I uh, met her at StarCast and didn't ask you what your name was, so I apologize. Hello. I am a bad person. I also saw you at StarCast. I was there, too. You make really cool pins. I wasn't there, but now I have some of the pins thanks to Derek. So. I also wasn't at StarCast, but great pins. <laughs> um, what's your perfect wrestling weekend? Or we can just incorporate this. What's the best snack to bring to a watch party? I'm going to answer that one. It's those fucking s'mores brownies Jenna made. <laughs> that was good. I like to bring something that I then just keep in my lap and don't let anyone else eat. <laughs> usually a box of Cheez-Its. No, usually you bring a bag of Doritos almost everywhere That's you go. That's true. Uh, Oster, what's your, what, what is your my go-to? My world-famous pretzel dip. Your pretzel oh, dip. Fuck <laughs> off. I like to bring something like that's like – because nobody really brings like a meal-type thing, so I like to be the one that does that. Yeah. Like, like, even just like wings or you get like – I, cool. I brought like the carnitas or pulled pork, mm-hmm. whatever, just stuff like that, because you like to have an array of things. Yeah, yeah. you know, where, and that's where I like to come in because people are bringing the snacks, but I bring the bevies. Mm. You bring some, you, you bring something to drink, because like a lot, of, especially WWE pay per view is long. Yeah, you've been you've been snacking on Derek's world famous pretzel dip too long. Your mouth which is just dry, <laughs> which is just pretzels. You eat with Juanitas? Uh, oh yeah, you <laughs> dip, you dip a corn chip. Into pretzel, it's stupid. You need a be- you need a beverage, and that's where I got you. Um, I mean, pump cheese, of course. Perfect res- wrestling mm-hmm. weekend. Um, I mean, to me, it's like a tournament type show, like a bola, or even like I loved All In weekend. That was so yeah. fun. Also, just because I like that area, because like Jenna knows it, and so I could go get Giordano's and shit. Uh huh. Just so good. Um, or like. I don't know stuff like that. Like Bola is like so far like the best like wrestling weekend. But then if you if you think about it, like as a fan at home, I love Big Four pay per view weekends because you get NXT. You get so you get that anything coupled with a takeover is really cool. Yeah, mm. like as a as a fan sitting at home. Um. So yeah, but like I would say like so far like the all in double or nothing like those types of events have been really fun. I'm excited for all out. Because I'm probably going to be going to that. I actually think as far as wrestling weekends go, that's going to be a blast because you have. You have a takeover, mm-hmm. uh, a UK takeover, uh, and then there's a New Japan, New Japan show, show, and mm-hmm. then there's All Out. I think that's yeah. going to be fun because you have a really diverse style of wrestling, and it's not a main roster pay-per-view, which is my only down. My only complaint about uh, one of those wrestling weekends was like a, a takeover Royal Rumble. Before. There it is. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. great. I think that's I, that's fair because a lot of the time, uh, like the main roster pay-per-views, like Raw SmackDown pay-per-views, uh, are kind of a letdown after a takeover. Mm-hmm. That's why you go and for far Royal Rumble. Because that's the best event. Yeah, Royal do. Rumble weekend is probably the best wrestling weekend. And Aside from Bola. <laughs> bring a nice bevy. I like to bring a, 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 a smattering of beverages if you if you can. You know, some people maybe not don't drink alcohol, so maybe don't – you know, you can bring some, but then also bring maybe some uh, sel- seltzer with, waters. You hook it up with the seltzers. You get, you get some I'm a seltzer, seltzer water connoisseur you get, at this you point. Get a, you get a couple sods. You get a couple – A couple brewskis. A couple brewskis. Everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, also, like G1 – Weekends when there's just like a lot of G1 to catch up on. And oh you're just like, yeah, just gonna sit and watch a bunch of this right now. That's that's always nice. If, oh, yeah. if 
Wrestle Kingdom was on a weekend again, that'd be... It's going to this year. Oh, hell yeah. And you know what? I do love that. I love that, too, especially with those New Japan shows. Like, last time uh, for... It may have been Dominion. Whatever Okada Omega 3 was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, Katie and I both made a thing of it. Like, we went to... Like, we like took a nap around, like, 6, woke up around... Mm-hmm. You know, nine or ten or whatever, and just hung out and like watched wrestling like yeah. all night. Yeah. I, I even like, I mean, a lot of times I don't catch stuff r- like when they happen, like even mm-hmm. sometimes like takeover or like pay per views, but I'll watch, wake up and have them to watch the next day. That's like my favorite on like a Saturday. It's like a or little Sunday, Christmas like, morning. It's really, yeah, it's real nice. Yeah. Like, especially with um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Like, because like I, here in the States, they air at like what, one in the morning? Yeah. So it's like nice to just like wake up and just start watching it. That mm-hmm. is nice. Um, mine would be a really good takeover show with, I mean, so any of them. Yeah. Um, watching with some pals, um, eating some dirt, some garbage ass food. Um, and then, you know, maybe like watching the back half of a New Japan show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Skipping and then the six man tags, taking every single person I know and going to a private suburban fight GCW show. Oh yeah, I guess we're just. I guess we could have a whole fantasy weekend. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I went for real stuff. I mean, my fantasy uh. weekend kind of still is just like wake up and be alone and watch. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. Some, to be fair, that's watch true. something start like. Start to finish when I can skip the ads. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Just because I know myself. Like, that's still like kind of. That actually is kind of where I'm at. Kind of supreme. Like, I did that with like the Progress Hello Wembley show, which was just like, I was just by myself. I just woke up, started watching it, took some breaks, watched it at my own pace, and that was fine. Yeah. Hell yeah. I get less bored watching that much wrestling when I'm with people. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. Also, Suburban Fight is the fucking best thing I've ever seen. I'm I'm really high on Suburban Fight right now as well. Uh, Did you guys also see the other ones we got on Twitter? I I put a lot on here. So my phone died. Okay, I yeah. got them pulled up just in case if we don't have them. Um, this is from Walter. If oh, Carl, by the Walter. way, shout out shout out for buying a shirt, Walter. Yeah, thanks, Walter. Thanks for giving us money. Also, you're welcome for the comfiest shirt you'll ever own. Take hey, note, everyone else. Um, if Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor Swift, Carly Rae Jepsen, that's were, it. Yeah, I'm gonna finish the question. Finish the but question, but we're in a sword on a pole match. Who would win and why? Carly Rae Jepsen because she's a much better artist. Mm-hmm. Remember how embarrassing that kendo stick on a pole match with, with Bailey, Bailey and Alexa Bliss Alexa, was? Yikes. It'd be worse. Uh, like especially this fucking month of all months to ask Walter. Of course, queer icon Carly Rae Jepsen. Also, she's Canadian and they tend to be the better fighters. Yep, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, she got trained in the dungeon, pretty sure. Mm-hmm. In Calgary, <laughs> up, in, up in Calgary. <laughs> oh, wow, you know, a dungeon. Well, you know, uh, my father, Stu, trained her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. My father, Stu, he could uh, sing like an angel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is from uh, Eavesdrop Network founder, Brad Badostain. My question is, exactly who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Um, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> you know, that's the only answer we need. I told him we were going to get real existential with it, but that's all we need. That is, that is pretty existential if you watch the fucking documentary on that. Dude. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I know who I am. I'm a 31-year-old guy who watches more wrestling than what should be legally allowed. I'm a, I'm a motherfucking... Man of the people. <laughs> Sick. I don't call him the man of the people for nothing. 
Um, this is from Blurg, aka Emma, our pal, aka friend of the show, friend yeah, of two, the show, two-time friend of the show, two-time friend of the show. Hi, Blurg. What is your favorite limited fast food item that you wish would come back? Fuck, that's a good question. Mine is. This is what they said. Uh, mine is the case of Lupa from Taco Bell. Also, who's been your favorite guest on the show, and why is it me, Winky Face? It's it's you, Blurg, because you just for some reason became a fan of us, like out of nowhere, and you just engaged us, and you're a super funny person, mm-hmm. very charismatic, and have a like a good voice for like the podcast and everything, mm-hmm. and you have a differing opinion on what you bring, like what you like on wrestling. So that's why I really enjoyed the times that you've come on, and I would um. I know everybody else would be into having you come on again. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. I, I think I think. You... And then answers also um, for the fast food one. There's so many different ones because Taco Bell like is the best at like fucking bringing stuff. Oh yeah, do they know what the people the, want? The the weird steak melt that they had that's like a flatbread is really fucking good. They have the sauce that's on there. It's fucking great. The double down because it's just so over the top that I think it's hilarious from KFC. Yeah. It's more so like not that I want to eat them more than I just like the fact that it's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That someone's out there doing it. Yeah. Let me let me, my my answer is from 2008 Burger King. It's called the Loaded Steakhouse Burger. It is they had a thing called the the A1 Steakhouse Burger, which was just like real big like patty with like A1 on it. The Loaded Steakhouse had mashed potatoes and the ingredients for a loaded baked potato on top of it, like oh, inside of the burger. That sounds fucked. It was fucking great. I got real fat senior year of high school. Um, I mean, I also want to say. Oh, and the spicy McBites for McDonald's. Because those and a dollar orange high C, Tony and I would go get those on the reg. Um, I do want to say, like, no joking, you are my favorite guest, Blurk. Um, the promos you cut were very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was a really fun interaction. And. Yeah. Like, it's cool to meet someone from Texas and call them a friend. Yeah, yeah. and you have the second best dog in the biz. <laughs> second third, only to Zeno Paparino. Third best. Zeno and Wendy. Uh, Abby. Abby's third. Uh, now no. Bagel's fourth. Abby's real good. I now own a lot of shirts with Abby hair all over them. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But honestly, I, I, yeah, I love talking to you, Blurk. Yeah. Uh, and then I, do, I don't... I don't have a good answer for the fast food except for me and my buddy Steven in high school would go uh, eat the uh, chili dogs over at fucking Carl's Jr. And that was rad as sucking hell. Sucking on chili dogs. We were sucking on chili dogs outside you the know Tasty who you probably Freeze. bought those from? Who? Miguel. Uh-huh. Oh, I went, uh, maybe. Small small town. Well, he worked there and was there a lot. And I was there a lot. <laughs> uh, my answer is the naked chicken chalupa because Taco Bell has no fucking business making chicken that tastes that good. The oh, the fucking chicken nacho things? No. Then it was the first one where the, the chicken was the shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that they, thing, yeah, the chicken bites. Yeah. The the chalupa was better. There is, it's insane, like, because it was so, the flavor was perfect. And it's just like, this is Taco Bell, not fried chicken. Taco land. Bell does great on their limited time offerings. Yeah. So they're, they're fantastic. Dude, that. Taco Bell, I feel like. Like the loaded nacho fries? Fuck yeah! I saw this mm-hmm. thing too about, or no, I guess shout out props to Jack in the Box. I suppose it was once a uh, oh shit cannabis had been legalized in Oregon. They were like, oh yeah, they had like the their munchy meal that was like you get like a little fucking nug of weed in your uh, bag. <laughs> Jesus! Fuck. And I was Just... like, I was like, you know, I, my favorite thing about fast food is when they know the people. Oh yeah, the munchy meal. Like Taco Bell knows their demographic. I'm telling yeah. the munchy meals. Also, oop, they used to have uh, 
loaded fucking chicken nugs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaded with what? But their nugs cheese and aren't, bacon and oh, shit. Fuck. Their nugs aren't that great. They don't even fucking salt them. But when you have them loaded, that's true. That's true. That's true. Change the game. Uh, this is from great Jeff question. Bull Junior. How would you explain modern wrestling to a caveman? Well, assuming that they understand English. Well, yeah. Okay. I would. Well, I would depict so. it. I, I would, would just, just fucking uh, suplex them. I would depict it in picture. I would just like just have him be like I just point like watch, and then we just put on this is Ricochet versus Will Osprey, and I would put on just two like like Ishi versus like Shibata like one of the, like some of the fight stuff be like, and then just be oh yeah some of the more like fucking heavy hitting and then just then how would you get a, across that it's like fake or predetermined sorry then just keep um I guess telling them hey they they already knew who's gonna win mm-hmm. but they still go out there mm-hmm. and give it their I would just show them pyro and blow their fucking minds. <laughs> I would show change them, the world. I would show them someone like uh, Lars Sullivan because he looks like a caveman, and so I think that would be pretty much. And uh, has the archaic views of one as well. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that cavemen were racist. You're right. It's an like a <laughs> yeah, he's probably wor- yeah he's probably worse than a caveman. Well, okay, we're gonna just jump right here. Sorry about your question. What the fuck was with his promo? I didn't listen. I've been tuning out Lars. So I am the, the that he's gonna paint pictures with bodily. Oh, fluids? that yeah, yeah, that was gross. I mean, as owner I'm of paint with poop, as uh, as owner of bit. I'm gonna squeeze forward slash jizzbiz. I got it. <laughs> I'm gonna squeeze the shit out of you guys, and then I'm gonna paint pictures with your and poop. That, and then for accent colors, I'm gonna use your semen. <laughs> mm. I'm going to dilute it down with your pee-pee. Talking about semen, man. You need some more? <laughs> they don't call me pulled pork white for nothing. See you. See me. See you, man. Uh, see you, man. Um, this is from at We Rate Le- Wrestlers, um, a great account that um, rates wrestlers. Fucking, yeah, occasionally a, blows up yeah, our spot. by Blows it up over there. Our tweets. That was awesome. That was funny. My phone was going nuts, and Wait, Zach, I'm guessing your phone did too. Yeah. What? Which Which one was it? It was a the talk, what culture? The what culture guy who said some shitty things. Alistair Black called him out, and then uh, at re-rate wrestlers, great reply saying, "This is like well, why." <laughs> Why shouldn't have he said that? Here's why with the Jim, Simon, S- Miller. Simon Miller from What Culture who does that video series like slapping his head. <laughs> oh. So and it got like hundreds and hundreds of likes. Great. Um, yeah. He's a he's from uh overseas somewhere. Mm. <laughs> I would I'm gonna guess British. I, I believe so. Uh they they filmed some stuff he filmed some stuff. Um very cool, very yeah, cool we, guy we, from what I, I've seen. We've talked, we Anthony talked once. Jones. A, yeah, we talked once about him coming on the show, so we should actually. Which is what was, his, what was his Our question? two like first fans. Yeah, they're both last names have been Jones. I also enjoy that you interact with us as well. And yeah. everybody else interacts. I love with it. Us. I love when I people love, interact. With no, that's I love when people interact with us as well. Okay, this is the question. Why move. is Kenny Omega a coward? Why did he never give Yano a title shot? Because Yano was too busy trying to push. Um, his DVDs to get money, and I don't know if it's cowardice. Sometimes he's a coward because he's a fucking weeb. Sometimes it takes. Are you defending Yano? No, I'm. I'm just calling Kenny Omega. Sometimes a weeb it takes more. Is. Sometimes it takes more strength to say no. Yeah. Okay. I really don't know anything about Yano. So. I, mean, I don't know anything about this angle either. But sometimes it takes a lot of great strength. It's not even an um, angle. We rate wrestlers is the number one Yano fan. I don't know fan. Um, okay. This is from Mark Roebuck from previous guest. 
from Friend of the show uh writer for the hard times hard drive uh he has the podcast the super mario super bros super show also uh thank you for the congrats on the 100 episodes yeah yeah yeah, you, thanks, were, thanks, you were a part of it. Thanks for saying hi to me and Derek at that show. Oh, uh, that was Mark wasn't there. That was Matt Tinkham. Matt, yeah. oh, I fucked up. <laughs> um, I wonder if Matt was there though. Uh, where do you predict the WWE slash AEW situation will be in a year? So in a year, I like how you looked at me. It's just you started talking. <laughs> oh, I like it was like the same time. Like in a year, it's gonna be a really fun time because I think this is when we're gonna know, um, what AEW is bringing to the table as far as ratings as far as their core fan base as far as what advertising money they're bringing in kind of everything that they're doing so if everything's going with how they're envisioning it and how everything's kind of right now it's very upward momentum if it continues with that it's gonna be a lot of people trying to jump ship Mm. people trying to get over to there but the big hurdle is when they do hit tv are they going to bring be able to bring the laps fan back Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to get a new audience that's looking for something different? Not even necessarily a wrestling fan, just a something different fan. It's just going to be really interesting, but I feel it's going to be kind of a little bit more of a interesting playing field, especially with WWE and especially with their deal with Fox. That's uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing NXT on FS1 when Ooh. that happens. Well, what? and it yeah. depends if and it, or WWE picks their shit up. Well, so that's, like, my, that's what I'm thinking. I think a year from now what we're going to see is hopefully – uh, AEW is like a, a fledgling uh, promotion on the rise. You know, yeah. I don't think anyone after a year is going to be fucking blowing out, you know, like huge arenas. But I, what I hope is that they are producing significant numbers. They are developing a fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I also hope is that WWE will have kind of reevaluated some of, by that I mean Vince McMahon has reevaluated some of the creative decisions mm-hmm. that they make in WWE. And, and something I like, kind of hope to see from aw actually in a year it's kind of a weird thing to hope but i actually hope they have some like like hurdles and stumbling blocks that they recover from like because like getting those out of the way early i think making some mistakes and learning from them is better than say like wcw that just like didn't have like didn't have to learn from their mistakes until their mistakes made them collapsed like i i'd like to see aw like you know like they already had it a little bit with the whole Pac thing like and they rebounded with with double or nothing and like seeing them like figure shit out like as they go and like learn from it and grow like i think that's like the bet would be the best thing for them so like and i and i think that if that happens to them they totally will because they're all very smart about what they're doing yeah and i i I feel that triple h and nxt is going to be really where the WWE at first at least is going to be stepping up because they 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 responded back great to double or nothing Mm -hmm. with with what they did i think i mean i think their they show had, was at least as good if not better like they mm-hmm. had nigel say one thing he says welcome to nxt we're the true alternative in sports entertainment mm-hmm. boom that was it nice. no big calls no anything else and they went and they just let let it do it in the ring and i thought that was pulled a great product with them being on fox and having to deal with them and wanting to let's say hey we can do fucking pro wrestling pro wrestling style better than what they can wouldn't be surprised if nxt is going to be on fs1 at some point yeah, yeah. um i have one we have a few few questions left what's yours from twitter okay um the only one from twitter i've left is jimmy's okay um i love that one so we have uh the uh at that bb show so the baseball show and then that matt runs that account yep and so it is matt's question is 
Is Lou Albano as Mario in the Super Mario Bros. TV show the greatest wrestler cameo ever of all time? I think it'd be Lou Albano in the Cyndi Lauper uh, uh, music video. Uh, I, as for the Goonies. As far as significance goes, that's the most significant. Yes. As far as what the fuck, it's him in the Mario show, probably. Yeah. Um, well, Sergeant Slaughter was on that show. And on G.I. Joe, too. Also, the McGruber cameos. McGruber, I mean, that's probably one of my John favorites. John Cena and Fred always fucking wigged me out. Yeah. Um, I remember I got a big reaction for me from seeing Great Collie in The, the Longest oh, Yard. No. The mm. best one. Also in um, Fuck, Get Smart. Great Collie is also in Get Smart. Dalip Singh. <laughs> Uh, the best one is Vader as Frankie Stakinas. Oh, oh yeah. Vader's Frankie Stakinas. That's, that's the the all time like as a kid of the nineties, it's the all time best. Like he provided a an image of like a really good father too. Mm. Um Roddy Piper in It's Only Sunny is also uh, very great. You got kids maniac? No. Um not also, anymore. Also, just shout out to the movie They Live. What's yeah. your what's your friend's band's called? That one? Cheria? Oh. Yeah, Cheria. Cher- I don't even follow them on Twitter. Um, if you Jesus could fantasy book the next year, maybe six months for Moxley, what would it look like? So it's just getting him in the G1 is mm. the biggest thing. If he's in the G1 and has a good showing there, I love it. If then he, it does it. It just speaks for itself. I love it if he was runner up in the G1 to put like because like I don't I don't have any like I don't know that he can stick around and be like you know, win the G1, go to main event. I don't think that's the right spot for him. But if he put someone, whoever won the G1 over in the finals, that'd be sick. Well, I, so, I would so, like him in the finals of one of the blocks, but not in the also, final. Yeah, final. that's actually probably. So one of my understanding of AEW is what they, that he has signed a like multi-year deal with them. Is that exclusive? So it's exclusive. And it's like, it's like a ring of honor style deal where it's exclusive in the U S but he can do, if they're not busy, he can do certain indies as well as international. He has full control over. Oh, okay, mm. okay. Um, yeah. So like, and that's the thing too. Like, he their TV is going to start before like I'll Wrestle s- Kingdom s- stuff. But I, I would, I would love it if he ha- maybe showed up at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I would, I would love a him in the G one. Um, as far as what he's doing in AEW, the next show he's fighting Joy Janela. So just fucking murdering Joey Janela. Mm. Do you like, think deathmatch style? Do you think that'll be, I mean, of course he's going to fight Jimmy Havoc, but do you think him versus MJF is a good way to build MJF as a heel? The, the, the big money match at all out is going to be him. I think versus Omega. Mm. Well, yeah, but I'm talking like further down the line. MJF as a heel needs to be hangman page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think those two should touch each like go near each other for okay. a while because yeah. like Moxie's kind of a tweener right now. Like, and he's kind of their the outsider. He's not one mm. of the he's main Scott guys. Hall. They're building. Hey, yo. Mm. Um, he doesn't I, need to be built. I, I yeah. would, yeah, yeah. I would love it if, um, like he and Havoc will fight for sure in AEW. I, I wanted them to have an outside of AEW full on death match before Fuck they yeah. actually like start up TV. I and would can't uh, do that. Yeah. I, I think this is just not even Moxie. This is just MJF. MJF needs to beat, become champion before hangman page ever does yeah they're, they're both mm. the two young guys and that's an incredible way to build and hangman builds both of them so well and hangman where you're going to get your biggest payoff from him is his journey and mm. when he finally does it in a year two years i'm talking that long you're oh, gonna yeah. have the fucking biggest pop that you'll ever hear yeah yep. he, they shouldn't just put the belt on him I'd... no he needs to lose yeah mjf would be a great first champion it, yeah like mjf or jericho mm-hmm. jericho yeah, would be like, great likely like, jericho i guess but yeah uh, also shout out chariot oh, I guess shout out anaconda vice mm-hmm. i guess it would oh, yeah. have to be jericho right because that's for the, the the title yeah they can always do some kind of swerve and get mjf in there that's but, true yeah yeah 
Listen mm. to to Wrestle Rock. Your mind. Yeah. Um, I got question emailed to us. Oh yeah, should we do yeah. Jimmy's before that? I had that one at the the very. Oh end. yeah 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 yeah. Um, this is from our boy, uh, Jimmy Bowman from that baseball show. Uh, previous guest, run into him at movie trivia all the time. We friend about, of the show. We talk about Fugazi. Shows up and watches some big papes with us. Watch yeah. WrestleMania yeah. at my house. Jimmy uh, is, you know, we open for them at our live show. Yeah, good, good dudes. Been on, I've been on their show. Good dudes. Jimmy's one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Like, I became friends with him through podcasting. I mean, same. And I love because, it. Like, I bec- so I knew Matt through like a Facebook group about a podcast that about my brother, my brother and me that I started started listening to them, and then met Jimmy through that. But I actually met him the first time he was on the show. Yeah, like that was the first time I met him too. So that was sick. Um. Take the 80s WWF aesthetic of profession as gimmick, like The Goon, Repo Man, or Duke the Dumpster, and update it for a millennial audience. Which jobs are for faces and which are for heels? SEO is heels. Oh, yeah, and that's me. I'm like IRS, but I'm SEO. (laughs) Steven Edward O'Reilly. Oh, shit. Did you think about that or was that off the cuff? That was off the cuff. Damn. I'm trying to think of like, SEO. I'm trying to think of I'm going to put you at the top of my list. Stereotypical SEO person names like Erwin R. Scheister was a stereotype of something. Yeah. But I can't even think of any of them because it's just a bunch of like white dudes at Google. Mine was, um, I, I tweeted this one out. It was Isaac the influencer Abanez. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking of Raul Abanez. Oh, hell yeah. The influencer. Former that's a good Mariner, Raul yeah. Abanez. Fitting for Jimmy's question. Makes yeah, that, that's what made me. Like, I thought baseball, Raul Abanez. Um, I needed an I name. And so, yeah, he's just uh, he's a heel because he's, just, he's trying to be an influencer and get you to do things. So think of Sean O'Hare's Devil's Advocate character. But then a little, like, not as. No one has in a while, so no, someone's got to. Not as dark. And, like, he just kind of makes – like, he's, like, a mid-card goofy heel and makes people do dumb things. So, like, the Usi hot thing, he would have people, like, putting that stuff on. Like, oh, you're not supposed to put it there. that they have to go to their match and, like, they're all itchy and shit, you know? Mm. Um, I think the ultimate faces would be uh, people who write for websites that treat them like shit. And Shout out Vox Media Union yeah. doing their walkout today. Um, who Me- drive Ubers at night. Uh, oh, the Uber and also driver. are board ten- bartenders. So they're the fucking workhorses. Yeah, uh, mm. Uber drivers are. Dude, uh, Uber driver sounds like a finishing move. <laughs> it is the Uber oh, driver. Yeah. This is it the is. Stuber. I'm gonna give you the lift. <laughs> I like to. Uh, someone like I like uh, the idea for a gimmick is someone who's just uh, trying to make money. Wendy's to- Twitter. Wendy, yeah. God, uh, just someone so, who's just yeah, trying to make media a manager. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's just trying to make enough money to like move out of their parents' house. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Guys, um, I'm like one step away in my career path for from being one of those social media managers. <laughs> God, I'm jealous. Um, also a the barber who a gave, pro gamer. Oh, a pro gamer like, would be oh, there. E- e- like, what's, what's their real name? Esports. Ooh, yeah. Let's do that instead of an esports like a stream- champion, yeah, a, streamer. a streamer. They battle with the influencer I mean, for screen time. They hustle. God, and also like, also then just like the try guys. The other side of my job, just you know, content content creator. So just like, doesn't like just you know trying to get people to do stuff for the dot com videos and stuff. And like Matt Matt Sankum is gonna be one of our top baby faces because <laughs> yeah. of that platform he created. Mm-hmm. It's fucking really cool. And then also I just really like the hard times. Yeah. yeah. And somebody who does like something that's satirical like that, I think was. Um, Matt, you're we're we're booking your brother. 
strapping I mean, the rocket to you. I mean, Blur also definite baby face working with a dog shelter. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um, Blur. And- Blur. Blur's gonna be one of our our big stars too. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely service industry workers. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I guess people of all ages has, have always worked those positions, but I feel like as someone in my 30s, a majority of my friends are work in the service industry. Yeah, 100%. And it's like they work so fucking hard to get treated like shit and don't get any money. They deserve the world. Yeah, I think – I think Tip they, well, motherfuckers. I, I think there'd be a lot of underdogs in this uh, modern-day sort of uh, installation of that. Yeah, and then there would be uh, Instagram influencers. They would be. That's Isaac. That's Isaac the influencer of Anya's. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm trying to think of other heel professions. I mean, cops. Yeah, I mean, inherited wealth. Yeah, mm. like. Oh fuck, MJF. MJF. Big boss man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get getting uh, paying for your kids to go to college. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Where would SoundCloud rappers I don't know. be? Oh, That's oh. a millennial thing. SoundCloud uh, rappers are going to be tweeners, but then there's um, the boomers are going to be like like the like the baby boomers uh-huh. are going to be the the rich entitled kids. Like I'm thinking of like the fucking proud boy rich entitled yeah. kid type people. Mm. Oh yeah, they're fucking managers. Um, like young, you know. Ooh. Like, I was I was like people go to Coachella and wear like fucking appropriative shit <laughs> like yeah. that's a big one yeah that'd be um, a big also heel. the the uh, a big baby face is the startup CEO that wears Nikes oh and, like, yeah oh my god yeah they're they're a baby face but he just cuts all his promos in like, like a beanbag chair they're like they're, a, a, a Roman level like yeah. a Roman as baby like they're pushing you are waiting for that heel turn like, yeah it's like you, you want, want it so you bad. want him to sell the big company yeah. <laughs> like I, sell I mean, like think about like those the real life like startups and CEOs like that that have had like actual heel turns like Elon Musk yeah like everyone loved him and then it's like oh this dude hey guys there's a keg in the break room <laughs> also no bonus this year <laughs> we spent it all on the keg the keg was really expensive guys um also I have a plane <laughs> also I'm gonna smoke weed on Joe Rogan's podcast that did not allow any of my employees to do the same <laughs> fuck. fuck you all right, next question. You want to read the Ashley uh, yeah. story? So, uh, really awesome email from Ashley Young. Who, from the band Juice. Yeah, shout out. Super juice, 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 juice. They're sick. Got played his ass them. broke. Played with them at Tree Fort and also has friend Sergio in there. Went to, like, junior high with him. So. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Ashley sent this really great email. Uh, my great-grandma's biggest joy in life was booing her favorite wrestler's opponents with a deep guttural howl. Weighing in at 369 nice pounds, nice. Dorothy was a force to be reckoned with. This beast would lowball your estimation by $1 on the prices right while sitting in a dough ball formation on her emerald green love seat. Just great storytelling, by the way, Ashley. Just got to say. Yeah, painting yep. quite the picture. Yeah, really descriptive. Yeah. Uh, she'd always lick her fingers while making your hard-boiled egg sandwich, laughing heartily at the WWE losers of the mid- early mid-2000s. My question is, if she had gotten her chance, who is Dorothy's perfect opponent? What would her opponent's defeat look like? Or is she better off watching from the comfort of her form-fitted chair? Dorothy Burkhart, 1926 to 2008, rest in peace. So mid-2000s. R.I.P. Dorothy. Um, great, great story. It was really good storytelling, good, really descriptive. Um, Kurt Angle 
Mm-hmm. As a, like, yeah. And here's the thing. Dorothy sounds like she could play face or heel. Like... She, by licking her fingers while making your sandwich and stuff. So I think yeah, that's that a heel move. Kurt Angle would be the heel, but he'd be goofy Kurt Angle. Cowboy hat? Cow- like that kind of air, like where he can, like he's doing like the rapping and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm just the sexy Kurt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll make your ankle hurt. But it'd be that era. And with kind of how you described her, like she would just be so una- like unafraid of like his like wacky like threats and everything. And then like he'd turn around come back around and then like egg sandwich to the face then roll up one two three that'd be good also i mean based on dorothy's size awesome kong just yeah yeah the giants that'd be real good yeah that would be good um oh dorothy um i mean the dudley boys that's pretty good i was gonna i was gonna say third member fuck them forever but chicken farmers the briscoes and those egg salad sandwiches yeah, I was thinking because I mean, like could the, squash both of them, just like the, destroy them. That was so. the, the picture I was getting was something a little more like Ooh, southern too. I was maybe you tag her up. Who's a who's a good southern boy that was in the mid two thousands? Not JBL, not JBL, not JBL. I can only think of JBL. Uh, uh, I know. We can just a returning Stone Cold. He's from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Against Shelton Benjamin and Shelton's mom, mm-hmm. or Mark Mark Henry's a Texas. Mark boy. Henry, Mark, Mark Henry, Henry and her yeah. again. Shelton's mom a wrestler. No. Oh, no. okay, okay. But it was this like they had this weird story where he had his mama there against Shelton's mama. It'd be hilarious. That'd be very good. And then like it'd be like she like oh where'd you, like Shelton be like where'd you get those egg sandwiches? I don't know. She bites it, gets sick. Comedy ensues. Vince McMahon's belly laughing in the back. <laughs> she has diarrhea. That's <laughs> good shit. Also, Buff and Judy Bagwell. Fuck yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And she would win by an egg sandwich in the face and roll up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right, we got one last thing. Oh, here we go. From our friend Reed. Also, yeah, shout out Reed. I think you're so fucking awesome. And yeah. Lee Raker is some fucking yeah. sick music. Check it out. They do an incredible version of The Sound of Silence by Joy Division, or at least they have. Or, uh, what's the, I don't know they, the real name well, of that Well, they, they song. did, uh, that All I Ever Wanted. Yeah. All I Ever Need. That's a uh, Depeche Mode. Yep, mm-hmm. that one. I don't know anything about that. Sorry, Gabe. Um,. Enjoy the silence. So we got we got um, a random message from them that said, "If I send you an idea for a WWF Harry Potter crossover fan fiction that I don't plan on writing, will you read the synopsis on your show?" Uh, yeah, Reed, we're <laughs> gonna do that. So, <clears throat> let's get into it. Hermione and Ron use a time turner to attend WrestleMania 12 for their honeymoon. During the opening bout, Ron's Heckling of Hillbilly Jim allows the Godwins, unleashed from Jim's ringside coaching, to utterly destroy the body Donnas, creating an alternate timeline. Ever-responsible Hermione is furious at Ron for interfere- interfering with the past, and the newlyweds begin to argue. For the entire duration of the pay-per-view event, Ron's persistent heckling alters the outcome of every subsequent match, until finally... Hermione's patience is spent. She brandishes her wand and launches Ron across the Arrowhead Pond Arena with a huge stupefy spell at the precise moment Shawn Michaels plays sweet chin music on Bret Hart's face. Epilogue. Vince McMahon calls a secret meeting with Ted DiBiase, Terry Betteridge, and Voldemort. Yeah, dude, they'd be in the same fucking cabinet for sure. (laughs) And, And it is revealed that 
the million dollar man the million dollar championship belt is a horcrux they discuss that how sense. jake the snake roberts sent his christian serpent revelations to steal what? the belt while the ringmaster the current million dollar champion showered backstage after defeating savio vega voldemort wants to avada kedavra avada kedavra that is the killing spell. Learn to speak nerd. <laughs> I don't I don't watch that shit. Actually, Harry Potter's fine. Uh Jake the Snake. Oh, so Voldemort wants to Avada Kedavra. Jake the Snake and take his back his Horcrux, but Vince refuses to break the belt's kayfabe. <laughs> so DiBiase proposes a million dollar championship match between Jake the Snake with Revelations and the ringmaster with Nagini, Nagini, Nagini. 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 And that's the that's the synopsis. Ooh, ooh, I great. I would read that in a heartbeat. I would read the whole story. I I do love the attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, with the Arrowhead Pond, like all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. great. Um, and I, want, I also I, I love want the some idea backstory. Of I lo- yeah. why they're going to WrestleMania twelve. <laughs> it's a very strange choice. Yeah. Maybe. Go to thought maybe SummerSlam at Wembley. Yeah. Anything. But you know, I guess it's vacation trying to get away somewhere. So yeah. Yeah. vacation gotta get away. Um, I also want to say uh Reed just had a story published in Oroboro. It's an online literary journal created by Death Rattle Writers Festival, cool. which is a great writers festival in Nampa, Idaho, every year around September, October. Yeah. And um, I, I really can't t- up talk how much of a fantastic uh, like lyricist Reed is. Mm-hmm. And if that translates their to short stories, stories are incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you go to deathrattlewritersfest.org slash Reed, um, you'll be able to see they just published volume two of Ouroboro and their story is called Conan Cranby, which is a weird fantasy story where two people have a tense, bizarre conversation. So check it out. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much for uh, your wonderful questions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. We were expecting zero, and we got a bunch. Yeah, it was nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, so, so, what do you got? We should talk about – go, well, go, so from episode 100 yeah. on, we're so, going to change up the format of yeah. our show a little bit. So if this was yeah, your first – Fuck ep- you. If this was your first episode <laughs> – Yeah, um, suck your own. And you were like, oh, another wrestling podcast – I would like to listen to all of them, but I don't want to listen to recaps. We're not going to recap anymore. We're going to do there, small recaps. Are, yeah, we're doing small recaps. There recap. are plenty of line great, <laughs> great podcasts that do that better than in, in more interesting ways than we do. So. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about random shit. I th- yeah, literally, I think random shit. We want to talk about a lot of more um, like up-and-coming wrestlers, mm-hmm. a lot of the new faces that we're going to start seeing. Weird old stuff. Maybe get a couple cool interviews going. I want to I wanna learn everything I can about El Santo. Yeah, do like deep dives on some shit like Big Japan fucking death matches. Yeah. Like I wanna, that's stuff I want to learn about. Yeah. You know? And I think we talked about doing it almost like a pick something out of a hat, and every week we're just going to do something So far different. we have like 35 things on there. Who's all written? I, I don't know uh, how to access it. I'm bad at the internet. Oh, okay. I, I I'll show you. To, so I'll, I'll show so you. It's just I'll me and Oster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, someone can show One me. One of That'd my things is wrestling and pop culture. Please let me watch Scooby-Doo. We're not yeah. going to do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's a random choice, brother. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gimmick it, brother. <laughs> uh, but on that, too, feel free it's to like send. the NBA lottery draft. Feel free to send us in some topics you want to hear yeah. some deep dives about. Yeah, if there's anything you well, want to hear about. And if there's big fucking news and wrestling, we're obviously oh, going to yeah. talk yeah. about we're it. We're going to, we're. I mean, and we're going to watch the the 
products that we enjoy. What we talked about doing was maybe just a really like hard phys- timer. Physically, like actual have a timer in here of 15 and, minutes or so where we can just do the recap. Yeah, and my addition to that idea is once the timer is over, we have bonus time of 30 seconds to a minute to fit just to finish your our thoughts we, we have in there because that's hilarious when there's way too much for that much time. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to make it more fun, make it more interesting. Uh, next week we're going to, we're going to do our annual draft of the wrestle boys classic. I guess we haven't been going for two years, so it's not really annual, but, um, cause we've done two already, Yeah. but we're going to do an all semi annual sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an all women on right now. Right. Yeah. Timing. Yeah. I mean, all, all women's I, tournament. Jenna, Jenna got a coupon for it. Hell yeah. Our, our last two wrestle boys classics have been all been the boys. So this one's going to be a, a woman's draft. Yeah. Yeah. All women's. It's going to be fun. From across all eras of wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All eras. Even all eras that haven't happened yet. I'm making up names. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Birdie? Are you going to put Birdie on your list? I think she's going to give us something the else. The singer that does shitty piano covers of Bonnie Bear songs? No. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's daughter. <laughs> they're different people? <laughs> no. no. They're not. Time traveling, man. But yeah, so we don't even really know. Going forward, it's a new frontier for us as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna be more. I'm not watching five hours of wrestling a week anymore, so I'm gonna be more researched. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Anything you guys want to plug? Uh, no, just that I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I love you too. Yeah. And you. Fuck you. And you. Yeah. Suck your own. Yeah, I, I love you all. Thank you guys for letting me talk about wrestling. Yeah, I love that we get to do this podcast, and it's. Really, really fucking crazy and cool that people listen to it. Yeah. Shout, shouts out again to Anya and Katie for making me and Matt start talking about wrestling. And yeah, it's true. Starting a group text with Derek and then adding Isai to it. <laughs> yeah. oh. I mean, if I didn't add Isai to it and I started a wrestling podcast without his knowledge, I we probably wouldn't be friends anymore. It would definitely cause a I rift. I would have set his house on fire. It would have definitely caused Randy a Randy Orton style. <laughs> I'd have been in trunks too and just... Done the poor was in front of it. <laughs> Just dug up his, Derek's crucifix. His <laughs> fucking crucifix. Um, yeah. Uh, listen to dealing with it. Oh. It's a podcast that I do with uh, my mom. Uh, listen to I, it. after editing like an episode with her voice on it and listening to her a ton. I met her for the first time today. That's right. It was great. Um, also, listen. shout out to guests of the show, that baseball show. Yeah. Um, Mega Ran. Yeah. Listen to. Megaran. <laughs> Listen to Megaran, the uh, artist. The sidekicks. Yeah. The sidekicks. Uh, Wicked Bears. Matt Wicked and Mark Bears. from the Hard Times. Matt and Mark from Hard Times. Read hard drive. the Hard Times, yo. Hardtimes.net. It's funny if you uh, like Muzak. Cheria slash Anaconda Vice. Yeah. Listen to Cheria. Listen to Anaconda Vice. Did you say Nick? Yeah. Listen, Wicked, Listen to Wicked Bears. Um, Brady at HeaterWrestling.com. Brady from HeaterWrestling.com, of course. Uh, um, watch Bret Hart's matches. Watch watch my matches. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, I mean, Anya and Katie and Jenna. Abby, Abby, Zeno, Zeno, and Wendy. That's the uh, one thing I miss about recording in Matt's house is hanging out with Zeno. I can bring yeah. my I can bring my dog here probably. Uh, Logan, oh, yeah, yeah. Shout Marcus out, Logan. King shout out Logan, he's, Marcus King Anderson. He's having a death match this weekend. Yeah, or a hardcore match. Hardcore match at Death Proof Coffee for the Wrestle Club title. That's it's their first hardcore match. Yeah, ever, uh, so. Wrestle Club is a local Idaho wrestling promotion that. Uh, I mean, if you're in Idaho. Give it a give it a check out. If you're not in Idaho, you can also check it out. They yeah they do. But like, come they support record it and have it on online. online that's so. right. They, you can watch it online now. Shout oh. out to uh, Walter. Yeah. Also yeah. a guest. Oh yeah. Big Walt. 
Hey, Walt, thanks for the um, question. Shout out to my friend Nello. Shout out to Big Kev. Just naming this one chat. Uh, Mike, oh, Mike Brown. Oh, shout name? out Mike Brown. Yeah. I miss you, Mike From Brown. From Regina. Uh, Kavanaugh. Who's the one I, I interact with all the time? That's Mike Kavanaugh. My, like, my best internet friend right now. Yeah. Like, we talk all the time. It's dope. Shout out Tyler, who's the biggest Kylie Ray fan. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Very like nice him. dude. Um, all our wrestle friends. Shout out Ryan Yost. Do you listen to this sometimes? Yeah. Uh, shout yeah, out to sh- everybody that listens to this. Shout out podcast. to the people who shout don't. Shout out to Eric Larson since he actually tweets about it when we shout him out. Yeah, yeah. Eric. And my other bandmate, Aaron Nelson, who's going to be in town and we're going to play shows and stuff together soon. Shout out Cradley, Cradley Booper. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Check out Zach's band, Wild Spells. Yeah. Check out my band, Bright Old Giant. Check out my band, Yoshi's Lullabies. <laughs> That's not a band. Yes, it is. <laughs> it was an idea. It was a bad idea. Twelve years ago. Check out B Town All Stars. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you can't. It's dead. I, I'll find it. Uh, oh no. Check out the other other shows on the network. Yeah, the I started Drop Podcast Network. I started listening to Never Better this week, and it was real good. Oh, listen to nice. an episode about skincare routines because I need to set mine up. I need one. I need to find a good oh, face wash, but it. I want to smell like trees. There, oh, there's options out there. L- listen to the episode. They all go through all their different routines. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just today I listened to the first couple episodes of Fun and Sobriety with Dylan okay. Haas. Shout out. It's a really, really good podcast. Um, One of my favorites has been Roasted Games because I love board games. Yeah. And Kaz is a really, really nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you're into board games, I would listen to that. Yeah. Uh, the PTO podcast is so yeah, much fun. Oh, it's good. so great. And uh, Brett, Brett's podcast that – Ease drop podcast. Yeah. The shit great. show episode hasn't come out yet. Yeah. There were twelve people in this room. <laughs> um but yeah, you can find all that at ease-drop.com. Or, or jizz.biz. <laughs> Jizz.biz. Um be like Walter, buy a shirt from us. Yeah. Bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoys merch. We have no reason to lie to you. It's the comfiest thing you've ever put on your body. Bit.ly slash suck your own because suck your own. Get a book. Yeah, let's yeah. do a book on Audible. Fucking yeah. take that money out of Jeff Bezos' pocket shit. and put it in my pocket. Review us. Yeah, go Wait, if you're on an subscribe. iOS device, go bit.ly forward slash review boys. It'll take you straight to the review page. You don't have to do anything else other than just fucking put a review down. Tell your friends it. about us. Tweet at us. Yeah, share share this. This is our hundredth episode. Yeah, this is like it's a cool thing. I haven't done anything a hundred times. No, I mean I, I've only technically jerked been off. on like ninety eight or ninety seven. <laughs> You've jerked off a hundred times today. Mm, <laughs> um, but well. like that just biz. <laughs> as a as a semi creative endeavor, this is the longest thing I've ever done, and it's been great. And yeah. I appreciate everyone who listens. Um, and, yeah. I was going to plug one more thing, but I forgot. Well, it's good. We're not at our signature two hours yet, so you should probably just – we should just fill some time, huh? Yeah. Um, no, that's good. <laughs> no, I think, I think keeping it tight. Yeah. That's another thing. Do you want them long? Do you want them short? We kind of want them shorter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you guys are, like what whatever you guys want, we'll say fuck off. We're gonna do it. Yeah, this is for us. I'm sorry for being so aggressive um, all the time. No, we watch wrestling; it rocks. Yeah, watch wrestling. Watch but what watch, you watch, watch. What you want to watch? Yeah. If you don't know what you want to watch, hit us up. Talk to. We'll we'll find something. You I like. know about a lot of wrestling. If there's something that you like in other types of entertainment, I can find you a. Subsequent. That's thing. true. We could be like the matchmakers for you and wrestling. Yeah, but yeah. you have to you have to reach out. You want a fever dream? Watch Hood Slam. Yeah. They have somebody called Drugs Bunny. You want Tim and Eric? There's literally that on WWE this week. Yeah. You want to see a referee jump around? There's Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. If also, you want, check like, out Superdale. There was Lucha Underground. Yeah. yeah check, Superdale? Super, no, check out Suburban Fight. Oh. Hell yeah. If you want fun. Honestly. There's, there's so much wrestling for everybody. You just need to find what you love. And yeah. Just fucking do it. That's what, that's, I mean, that's what it took. I mean, I watched CM Punk and I was like, oh, I like this dude. Then pulling me in, Kevin Owens. I love this dude. And now it's like, oh, I'm, I could get hurt right now. I'm in a bar watching people wrestle without a ring. I'm all in on this shit. Yeah. Like, all in. Um, yeah. Uh, check out Carly Rae Jepsen on tour. It starts soon. Yeah, I'm bummed. I'll be missing it. But hey, tweet tweet at me if you're gonna go to all out. Yeah, eat pizza for me. Giordano's for fucking days. <laughs> um, hang out with me in the, the suburbs of Chicago, which are fucking like people were complaining like, oh, it's gonna be in Chicago. It's dangerous. This is the fucking white ass fucking neighborhood. <laughs> just letting you know. And Chicago's like the it's, arguably the biggest wrestling city in the U.S. It's it's up there. It's one of the best ones. At least for independent stuff. But people are just worried about like the perception that it's a dangerous place. It's in fucking Hoffman Estates in Schaumburg. It's not Chicago. Well, and like that's all. And those big cities. We don't need to get into. We it. don't got to get into it. Everywhere's fine, it's, and everywhere it, sucks. A a dangerous neighborhood just means you're scared of people of yeah. color. Yep. Yeah. Fuck off. Um. Don't just tell me it will not like you because I heard that as a kid. Fuck you. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Before we end, I also just want to say happy fucking pride to all my fa- fellow queer people yeah. out there. Yeah. So. Shout out queers, but we don't want to co-opt it. I'm not co-opting no, it. We're, y'all, not, y'all, y'all we're are, not marketing it. No, I'm the one. <laughs> I, I'm the only one doing any of that. So <laughs> yeah. I'm queer enough for all of us. It so. is. And it y'all is are not, good allies. So. It's not my place to be able to do that, but Zach. It's no, my place I to want you to be, support it. Honestly, I want Zach to be able to have a platform to do that. Oh, and I, I love it. seeing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a big thing that we from day one that we wanted in this podcast to be as inclusive as possible to anybody who's interested in professional wrestling. Yeah, and wrestling. like you know what, like I, like I fucked up in a like way this like with our stuff right now. Like everyone does it. Then like talk to us about it and stuff. Yeah. It's like we in anything you ever hear. Just it was like, a great interaction and was. a good learning moment. And yeah. yeah, that's how you grow. Cause like I didn't even like I was just reading it as somebody who also is logged in on the Twitter, and I was just like, oh. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. and I was like, "Well, how are we gonna respond?" And I'm like waiting on Zach. Like, I can't say anything. This is not my spot. Yeah. And then <laughs> Zach did, and I'm like, "Great response. I loved it." And then yeah. boom, we got something up. I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah this is I awesome." Forgot to include the the lesbian pride flag, y'all. Big big section of uh, queer people. Yeah, forget, but fixed it. We yeah. are we are here for everybody. We like I love that the fact that there's. Not just like one single group that gets to be able to talk. That's why I love bringing like when Katie, Jenna, Anya like to talk about women's wrestling. We can get different perspectives on things because yeah, having that is very important. We we yeah. we mostly just joke around on this podcast, but at the heart of it all, we definitely want to make sure that it's a place that anybody who wants to listen to people joke around about professional wrestling feels like they'll be. Uh, These jokes are for fucking everybody. Yeah, Unless yeah. you don't like like swearing, then that's your own problem. Then, yeah, know, fucking sorry. Like we're being a fucking <laughs> just twelve year old. God is dead. Suck your own. Yeah, suck your own. Um. Yeah. I, I try. I try. Who self sucks? Try to self suck. Shout out Taylor Hawkins. We're getting closer to our trademark two hours. Yeah. Because oh, our plug section takes a half an hour. We gotta right. tighten that up too. Let's go. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. 
to 100 episodes of this 100. show. 100. If you've listened to all 100, please let us know. I'll, I'll send I'm you a sorry. shirt. I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> I got, not I, one of our shirts, I, just one of my, one of my, one of my I, own shirts. I'll send you a Russell Boys 316 shirt. I'll send you like a personal shirt. And Honor system. Yeah. I'm, I'll call you out. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't even, I don't think, technically listened to all of them. I haven't. I mean, uh, I have I technically edit- to pump the numbers, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I edit all of them. I still haven't listened to all of them all the way through. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. We do sincerely love you all, yeah. even if we haven't met you. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but my love is big and strong. Um, unless you're a turf or a bigot. Yeah, unless you're a piece unless of shit, yeah, then fuck off and don't fuck. listen to this show, you piece fuck of you. fuck. Yeah, you probably didn't make it this far into the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. They're inclusive. What? Like, oh, they talk about their boys talking about penises. Um, thank you for listening again. Russell Boys 316 says, Ronda Rousey's a piece of shit. Fuck off. You're a fucking turf. Don't try to make money off of fucking people. Bullshit ass piece of shit. Shout out Axe Body Spray. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs>